Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. My name is Josh and I am your host. Sitting across from me, as always, is my spiritual advisor, producer, personal lummy warrior, Talon. Talon, how are you this evening? Good, how are you? I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. All right. Well, if this is your first time listening to the show, this is a podcast void of any redeemable qualities. This show is basically a couple of drunk guys doing some movie reviews, discussing topics that will make most people sick, and sharing life lessons of no educational value. Think of it as tainted domestic wisdom. Uh, This show has an average runtime of two and a half hours, two to three hours. I mean, probably cutting it close to... One hour, forty-eight uh, minutes. Okay, I, I, I'm. We're gonna go two and a half tonight. I have a feeling. Okay, I've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, quite a bit to talk about. Uh, this show has explicit content. Um, there will be some fucks and some shits and some butts and some jizz. Didn't need that. Fisting. Don't need that either. Ass spelunking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you ain't into that, get off now. That's pretty uh, normal, I think. For us, yes. For us, yes. It is. All right. Uh, spoiler warning. Uh, we are going to review a couple films tonight. Uh, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, which is a brand new one. So, if you haven't seen that yet. That was Tom Clancy's? That is a Tom Clancy. We, we will get into this. I promise. I promise. Okay. And then the other film we review are reviewing is Alice Through the Looking Glass. If you haven't seen that, it came out in 2016. Uh, you're probably not going to see it at this point. All right. Uh, let's see. I'll plug our social media. If you want to reach out to us, it's contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. That's contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. Uh, on Twitter, we are at the Morally. On Facebook, it's the Morally Flexible Podcast. Am I missing anything? Nope. Very good. All right. Well, before we get to any of this shit. What are we drinking, Josh? All right. Tonight. Drake and Josh. Good show. We're drinking. Drinking. No, Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh. The show. Yes. Good show. Josh and Drake. (laughs) Jake and Jake. Jake and Jake. (laughs) Jack and Jill. Jake and the fat man. Oh, um, Celebrity Jeopardy. Uh, Okay. Tonight, Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Why not? Let, let it, oh man! Nicole Kidman. I mean, Richard Feynman or whatever his name is. <laughs> All right. Well, as there, as folks, yes. Go ahead. Friedrich Nietzsche. There we go. Friedrich, That's a big one. Friedrich Nietzsche. Okay. I learned about him in college. As did many of us. <laughs> <laughs> So, in case people can't tell, we have already uh, cracked into... Oh, I've been pre-gaming. The, Man, yes, syphilis is really bad for it you. It is bad for you. So, we are drinking the Dead Rabbit Irish Whiskey. 
the Dead Rabbit Grocery and Grog in New York City is home to the largest collection of Irish whiskey in North America, so it was only a matter of time before it got its very own Irish whiskey. By teaming up with Daryl McNally, master distiller at the Dublin Liberties, they have created this excellent expression. It's based around a five-year-old whiskey matured in ex-bourbon barrels, which has then been finished in half-sized virgin American oak barrels. Virgin barrels? They have not been um, penetrated. desecrated. They haven't been penetrated? Well, like extra virgin olive oil versus virgin olive oil. Right. The, um, the, uh, the virgin and the extra virgin have slut-shamed the original <laughs> olive oil out of the market completely. So that's, that's why they put the just virgin olive oil on the bottom shelf. Right. The extra virgin. Is no, no, no. Shelf. What I'm saying is you don't just see olive oil. No. It's either virgin or extra virgin. Right. There's no. Right. <laughs> one, ha- one has a hymen. The other has a hymen, but has never been touched by the opposite sex or anybody for that matter. They've never even been hugged. A heimlich? A uh, hymen. What's a hymen? Really? You're serious. Is it like a digestive so assistant? So we're going to talk about women's anatomy tonight. The hymen is, a, and I, I, God, I, I don't know how to describe this in an anatomically correct uh, fashion. Uh, basically, that is a part of the woman's reproductive system. It is a an area within the vagina that I, I, I don't want to call it a skin flap because that'd be wrong. But basically, it's flesh that's in there. And once you poke your penis through that, it's that's where that saying bust your cherry comes from. Once that's gone, that's gone. That's why when women lose their virginity, it's typically not very comfortable because their hymen is being ruptured at that point. I'm not kidding. Well, hold on a second. Hi, man. Why is it called hi, man? Who do you, who, who do you think wrote these books? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Men. Old people. Dead people, actually, now, probably. More than likely. All right. So, yeah, I, let me do this. I, I'm going to look this up because I know I'm fucking this up. The hymen is a thin piece of mucosal tissue that surrounds or partially covers the external vaginal opening. So it's a mucous membrane. Sure. It forms part of the vulva or external genitalia and is similar in structure to the vagina. In children, a common appearance of the hymen is crescent-shaped, although many shapes are possible. So basically, when you have... Wait, 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 many shapes are possible? Can sure. you can you get like a uh, like a like a bat signal shape? Mickey Mouse, Mickey I don't know. Ma- Disney. Disney. Well, Disney. Disney shape. Ah. <laughs> Disney logo inspired by the Hyman. <laughs> this is what happens when we pre funk way too much. Okay, you're right. We haven't even Yeah. What are we talking about right now, Josh? <laughs> God, this is a weird segue we're going down. What's the matter with you? Thank, thank you for for that uh yeah we're talking about what we're drinking so i i, I got through the little intro as far as who makes this and what uh this is 44 percent alcohol by volume which means it is 88 proof which may explain how i'm feeling right now uh this retails for 39.95 Meh. it's it's a blend so i'm a little iffy on that yeah the last one i had tasted more tangy than this one yeah uh, so tasting note by the chaps at Master of Malt. Uh, the nose is cedar, tossed brown sugar, apricot-filled pastries. I love cedar. 
I don't, I don't s- taste I don't cedar. Smell, I don't smell cedar. I'm sorry. Let me smell this here. Yeah, I don't. I don't taste. I, uh, I, no, I, it does smell like cedar. Does it? I, yeah, it I, does. I can the brown sugar. I can smell. Yeah, it's it. like a sweet cedar. Yeah, the palate a sweeter. <laughs> the palate is caramel and vanilla. Uh, sorry, caramel and vanilla sit up front with notes of nutmeg, milky coffee, and macadamia developing in the background. Uh, I taste the 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 caramel and the vanilla. Yeah, it's got a sweet vanilla. Very too. sweet taste to it. It's very nice. The finish. Lingering waxy fruit and a tickle of black pepper. Waxing fruit. Yes. Mm. Don't ask me. I, I don't know what waxing fruit is. Fruit roll up. I always think of like decorative fruit whenever I hear waxing fruit. You know, the, the people who put the little, or sorry, back in the day, they used to put the big bowl on the, the as a centerpiece. Yeah, and, and as a kid, I would always grab them and put holes in them. Yes. And like, you know, make, make them imperfect right i try to melt them yeah, yeah. no i like fire when i was a kid so oh, that no wonder uh-huh exactly so um yeah i i like this i like it too this is good yeah it's not bad yeah so all right well let's move on shall we since okay. we've gone off on the hymen tangent we'll call this the hymen incident and of course you know how much shit i'm gonna get because I didn't describe this properly. I called it a piece of flesh and not mm-hmm. a, a, a mucus plug or whatever the hell. A mucus plug? A mucus. A, what? Is a, it supposed a, to be a plug? A, is a, it? Are you are you a, saying that? A mucosal vessel. Vessel? As it's like it's supposed to hold something? Josh, what are you saying, it's man? It's a ship. Yes, it's, it's, a, yes it's, a pl- <laughs> it's a plug. It's a female circumcision. Oh! <laughs> Okay, that's what no. it is. I, I don't know what. That I don't is. think that that's what that is at all. Oh, I'm fairly certain that's not what it is. But hey, comedy, right? Okay, I'm running the fuck away from this now. Uh, yeah, let's get to the weekly report. <laughs> this just in: the hymen. It no, never mind. We're not doing it. <laughs> all right. So uh, today was an interesting day for me. Um, this morning, uh, I went in and got my follow-up CT scan, uh, to check on things. Uh, many, many episodes back, I talked about a health issue I was having. I had my follow-up today, uh, did not have the, I don't have the results yet, so I have no idea. Uh, but that whole process is really interesting. Have you ever had a CT scan? No. Okay. So basically... You know, you throw the gown on, you go into the room, and of course, it's the big, huge machine that, you know, has a, looks like a fucking donut, and and you, you sit up, you lay down, and it moves you, moves you back and forth so that it can, you know, scan the areas. Well, they have to give you this solution uh, intravenously that will provide contrast for the, uh, for the x-ray. And the shit makes you feel weird. So they, they put it in and basically your, your body, like you're on fire at that point. You feel like you're on fire in the back of your throat. It, it feels like, uh, you've just drank, you know, a cup of flaming hot coffee without sipping it. You just gulped oh, it. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, that's how I started my morning. That was fun. Okay. Next week's going to be even worse, but I'll talk about that next week. Um, I have had something like that happen to me when I was a kid. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got a bloody nose at school that would not stop bleeding, and then I spiked a fever and passed out, and then I woke up six hours later without any pants on and a nightgown in a hospital. And I don't know what happened to me, and they think it's brain-related. Well, I, for me, that was prom night, but... No, I was like 11 oh. years old playing dodgeball, and then oh. just went... <laughs> oh, this isn't a bit? Oh, I'm sorry. This is real. Okay. No, it, I, this I, was I, real. I apologize. Yeah, apparently, like, I, I got blood all over the hallways, and then in the bathroom, and I, like, just... I, like... um, I was playing foursquare dodgeball or something and we come back inside and i remember getting hit in the head pretty hard with the ball and then feeling really weird um while i'm sitting in class then i got a bloody nose so i left to go to the bathroom and i remember doing this in the hallways um i was robo tripping um i lost any depth perception and then um after that i woke up in the hospital so you had a massive concussion they, I didn't get a concussion. That is a concussion. Everything you're describing is a concussion. Yeah, I, I know. But the doctor was like, you don't have a concussion. What, what kind of doctor did you go to? Um, I don't know. Was it a real doctor? Yeah, it was a, like a prestigious hospital. Or did a guy just load you up in his van because he found you laying? No, like they, they have no idea what it was. Very interesting. That's yeah. uh, that's kind of that, that's terrifying. Have you ever had an episode like that again? No. No, uh-uh. just that one time. Yeah, but um, they they did put me through a, a brain scanner thing to scan my brain. Yeah, that's probably a CT scan. Yep, same same equipment, same everything. But uh, yeah, unique experience. I don't remember it. No, of course you didn't. <laughs> I'm talking about on my end. Oh, okay. But uh, after that, it was time to take care of the car. So uh, my, I had to renew my registration for my vehicle and get my tabs is that what they call them no the little stickers well it's basically a government tab hey put it on my tab Uh uh-huh wait we're building one for you that you're forced to pay where's the button with the button bump on okay sorry i can't find that um tags tabs whatever it is the thing with the fucking you know end of the year there uh this year special bonus for me uh they cost me uh, over $200 this year. Yeah, it's because you have a Prius. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't, was not aware of that, that that law had passed. <laughs> what kind of... Because when I got it, when I got the renewal notice in the mail, I'm like, what the fuck? Because they were like $80 last time I got them. It was somewhere you, in that ballpark. You want to know how, how much mine were? How much? Uh, well, before I got this car yeah. um, on the expo, it was like 25 bucks. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So I'm I call I called the DMV when I got the notice. I'm like, what the hell? Why why is this so expensive? And they explained the legislation and everything. And I'm like, and basically what it is is because we're those of us that drive fuel efficient vehicles are not contributing our fair amount of tax, you know, taxes for roads and everything else. So this is how they get that cut. And um and it does, and registration too. So like registering a Tesla is gonna be like almost five hundred bucks. Yes, it's getting new yeah. tags on it. It's gonna be like five hundred bucks. Yeah, um, and it's wild. Uh, it doesn't make sense. And so is it? Is it because of gas? I mean, how does that work? Well, it's because it, Oregon so, doesn't have sales tax. No, it doesn't. But it, there are taxes attached to the gas to, to when you fill up because you when you go in, you look at the little display thing, 
where the gas is dispensed from, and it'll kind of give a breakdown of how it got to that amount per gallon. And there are taxes on there, and those taxes are supposedly used for you know infrastructure projects, things of that nature. So in their in the Oregon legislature's mind, the people that drive fuel efficient vehicles, hybrids, electric vehicles, they're not contributing their fair share to that. What's a fair share? That's an excellent question, and I don't fucking know. But all I well, that's just going to de-incentivize people getting a Prius. Exactly. We live in a green fucking state. This is like Portland is like the hub for trying to be environmentally friendly for everything. And yet I am going to be penalized because I'm driving a hybrid. What the fuck? Why don't I just go out and buy a fucking SUV at this point? And so well, then you'd be spending $6,000 a year on gas. I understand that it doesn't, it doesn't mitigate or I'm sorry, the you're paying the the $200. Obviously I'm still coming out ahead when it comes to the gas, but I just, I mean, getting a Honda civic. I mean, I just think $30, $30, 30 miles per gallon. Right. It's pretty good to my 50. I'm getting now. Um, I, I just think it's bullshit that people with fuel efficient vehicles are being penalized for that. That's absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. And you can go, you know, register your, your, fucking old expedition gas guzzler for 25 bucks <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's awesome i don't remember if it was actually tw- it was surprisingly cheap I, was, th- I was expecting to yeah. pay a lot yeah because i was like oh, i got this big car it eats a lot of gas i mean it must like be really bad with emissions i probably have to pay taxes on this and it was really cheap well yay so i'm gonna go out and buy a hummer next week yeah, and go That's right. down the highway. And mm, I, I, mm, I, I, mm. I went. You got that like almost nearly a foot of um, clearance. Of clearance. Oh yeah. man, wonderful! Yeah. Going over a speed bump must be must feel great. Oh, it's gonna be wonderful. Mm. It's gonna be wonderful. Changing the oil on that thing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put my foot down and I'm gonna watch the gas gauge just very quickly <laughs> go down and go. Why am I only getting ten miles to the gallon? What is happening? It cost me a hundred dollars to fill this tank. <laughs> uh, That's yeah. Speaking of oil, this, this is the other portion. Um, so I took the car to get the oil changed after I went to DEQ or I'm sorry for those of you that don't live in Oregon. DEQ is the emissions test. So like in California, they call it a smog check or, you know, whatever. Um, so I went to, uh, to old Jif- Jiffy Lube to get the, uh, the car lubed. I just like saying the word lubed. Um, so I got there and, you know, they do the usual bullshit, you know, check the headlights and the, you know, the turn signals, all that. Anyways, so I get out of the car and I asked them to rotate my tires too while I was there just because I was way overdue. And so I'm, I'm sitting out, go out front there. I light up a cigarette and the guy comes out and he says, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, yeah, sure. So I go back over there. He's like, you had no oil when you got here. I said, what? He's like, there was none on the dipstick. It's like, no. What about when he emptied it? Yes, there was. Okay. So obviously I wasn't completely dry cause the car would have fucking seized, but, um, 
I'm like, do I have an oil leak or something? He's like, no, you're like 40,000 miles overdue for your fucking oil change. So it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Every three to 5,000 miles, you should change your oil. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I've heard. Well, no, I wasn't. I go every three. I, I wasn't. Just because it's an old I'm, car. I'm exaggerating. I wasn't 30,000. I was probably, oh, what? Three or 4,000 over as far as doing that. So, Yeah. Um, well, with your Prius, you just probably top it off, you know, give it a little service well, every now th- and again. That's what the guy said. He says, just look, man, when you when you get like 2,000 miles, something like that, just come in, let us top it off, and then, you you know, do your regular service. I was like, okay, fine, fuck it, I'll do it. But then he goes down the list of all the things that are wrong, wrong with my car, of mm-hmm. course. And it's the usual bullshit whenever you go into Jiffy Lube. Man, and, your blinker fluid's out. <laughs> you gotta- <laughs> no, no, no. Here's one. You have 2% moisture on your brakes. What the fuck does that mean? Um, it means... Okay, well, here's how you get rid of the moisture. Go about 60, slam on the brakes real quick. Whoop, that'll takes, dry takes up. care of it right away. <laughs> real quick. I'm sitting there, and he's like, yeah, that's fine for now, but if you get to like 3 or 4%, you need to do something about that. And I'm just like, I wanted to... Well, because add... moisture creates rust. Uh, but the rust gets uh, scraped away. I mean, come on. Well, I just thought that that, that I had never heard that someone tell me that before. And and I'm sitting there like, and of course they got the price for everything on there, uh, you know, to do that repair. And it was like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Pull the wheel off, take a chamois to the fucking thing. Who cares? Well, you know, when you get to three or 4%, you got to watch out. Is the car going to (laughs) explode? Might squeak a little bit. (laughs) I, I that that I was dumbfounded by that. And of course, every other fucking thing. That's very silly. And also, why are you getting your tires rotated? I I rotate my tires just by driving. All right, they rotate. How many RPMs? Come on. Wow, you are coming out strong with the dad jokes tonight. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I'm feeling. I'm feeling. You, you have taken my time. I'm feeling paternal. You are. You're. You're looking paternal. I know. How you, do I look? You, I'm looking great, you aren't I? Look I got my flannel. You've got a flannel, Man. long sleeve flannel shirt on. Mm-hmm. I had a um a uh, one of those fold out lawn chairs. Yeah. <laughs> you look. my car. You look tight, buddy. Yeah. You look yeah. tight. Mm, I tell you, nice and tight. Um. Got uh, man, I had another joke too. Ah, okay, that's, where was it? I don't know. We'll run away from it. Okay, I do have another bit of weekly news, but it's going to take quite a dive. So you go ahead. What What do you got for this week? What do you What do you got? Um. Well, um, I guess the the only thing I have is coming into a bit of a transition period for myself. Uh, I'm going to be moving again here soon um and i'm gonna be helping first i have to help my mom move and i'm glad i did not unpack anything in studio b here and where are you moving to talon (laughs) um washington and where do you live now talon oregon how far away are you moving from where you currently are talon um i mean until you can smell maple syrup when you open your front door so and talent how are you going to get my size 13 foot out of your ass <laughs> i don't know yeah you just look into that yeah this motherfucker's moving mm-hmm. again <clears throat> i am and so studio b is going to go bye-bye yep so 
we're at a crossroads in the podcast kids we got after tonight we got two more episodes together and then after that we got to figure out what the fuck we're gonna do here yeah so i gotta pack again yeah well looking around studio b you don't have a whole lot of packing to do so should should go pretty quickly this time but you gotta how how much is your mom unpack though like everything or has she kind of no, held, no, has she held back because she, held most they, of they it knew back. because yeah. they know they're moving. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, God damn it, man. I found out about this yesterday, so I'm still in shock. I'm hurt. I'm sad. Me too. I'm proud of you, boy. <laughs> Talon's going off to greener pastures. He will no, uh, no longer be in my employ. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's really sad. I, I am sad. Legitimately sad. Because you're not just fun to podcast with. You're kind of fun to hang out with. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's great. And I'm going to I'm gonna move. I'm going to have no one to talk to. <laughs> except my, um, I, what, my dad? Yeah. And maybe my brother. But yeah. he, he lives um, a few hours away yeah. from where I'm moving to, so. No, that's it's uh, it's hard. It's hard to trans- transition. I, you know, I, I think I was talking about this with you earlier. I've been living in Oregon fifteen years now. I can count on one hand how many friends I actually have that I would hang out with. Yeah, and I count you among them. And now you're fucking leaving, you asshole. I know. Ugh. I know. Disgusting. It's awful. Well, we're gonna have to plan. Uh, let's see. That would be which episode would that be? Tonight is. 18. That will be episode 20. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. That will That's be... That's a fifth of 100. That will be episode 20. Oh, we're going to go out with a bang on that one. Basically, it's going to be the two of us. We're going to be fucking three bottles in. Just... <laughs> I want the movie. That's exactly how that episode's going to go. Well, we got we better pregame. Pre-game. Hey, yeah. after 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 we drink, you want to get something to drink? Yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. That's going to be one of those where I think all of us will take the day off of work. Let's do Jello shots, and then we'll do Jello shots. Martinis off of, off of coeds. Yeah, I I tell you what, for our twentieth episode, I will let you pick what we're going to drink that night. Okay, not a, don't not in, don't say it now. Okay, just think about it, and we'll surprise everybody. Okay. Absinthe. Oh, man. Moonshine. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Woo! All right. So, kind of a big week this week. Yeah. Um, By the way, happy belated May the 4th. Oh, yeah. Um, All Star Wars movies played today, and they're all recorded in the house there. May the 4th be with you. I sound, you, I, sound, you, I, I you have sound, a lisp? I sound like the Bad Hatter when I say that. dedicated wham? That, that, may the fourth be with you. That, you do not sound like the Mad Hatter. I, it, he totally sounds like yeah, that. Yeah, but why does he have a lisp for some things but not others? It doesn't have, make any sense. Because Johnny Depp. I don't know. Um, of course, as we're recording today, it is Cinco de Mayo, which really kind of low-key this year. I, I'm not... There's like social media, very little on... On that posted about <laughs> oh, Cinco de Mayo oh, this yeah. year. We went to get lunch, and when my lunch came, there was an, <laughs> there was a, the Mexican flag 
on a toothpick stuck in my food. I'm going, what is this? And, what is going on right now? And Talon, were you eating Mexican food? No, I was having a Caesar salad. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, what? I, this is, and this is a restaurant we go to all the time. Right. <laughs> I was shocked. It's, it made, I'm like, what am I eating? It, <laughs> it, it made no sense at all. None. None. Pretty funny, though. Compliments to the chef, though. Good job. Right, for making that a Spanish Caesar salad. It was delicious. No, I said extra chicken, and they laid it on thick. Did they lay it that on? That was a lot of chicken. They put the whole chicken on there? Yeah. No, yeah. All yeah. right. So with Star, with Star Wars, you know, I'm, I'm more interested in May 4th than I am Cinco de Mayo. Um there are there weren't any huge announcements yesterday. Usually there's something big that comes up, but I took the time to kind of look at the slate uh, of upcoming projects for Star Wars just out of curiosity. And holy fucking shit, is there a lot of stuff coming? And I know Marion three. Well, yes, I I want to go down the list with you real quick, okay, and just talk about a couple of these because I'm there's some that kind of surprised me. Um, so, uh, released yesterday was the, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, uh, the Bad Batch, which is basically, uh, Oh, I saw a lot of epic trailers for that. Yeah. So you, you're familiar. This is one area where you and I are pretty familiar with things Mm -hmm. as Star Wars. We, we're both equally knowledgeable. I have not taken a dive into that just yet. I'll be honest, I loved the last season of Clone Wars. I thought it was amazing, but the Bad Batch guys, I was not that interested in. Yeah, it's what it seems like is, oh man, what is this compared to? Um, Suicide Squad. Okay, I can see that. I mean, a little bit. Right, it's like this off, off thing of the DC... Universe. I mean, they have all these characters that you don't, that never really made it to the big screen yet, other than um, uh, Tim Burton, by the way. Batman movies. What the heck? What's going on there? <laughs> Did you see those? Squirrel. Uh, are you okay? Yeah. What are you talking about? Tim Burton. He made Batman movies. Yes, he did. I know. I didn't I know. know that. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. You did nothing know that. like Alice in Wonderland, by the way. Anyway, oh um, really? I had no idea. I didn't see Batman <laughs> in the theater in 1989 when it came out. I had no idea. No, but like with all the Batman movies that have been out, I know yeah. you didn't really get there were anything f- like there the were, Suicide there Squad. Were, there were four films before the uh, before the Christopher Nolan movies that came out of Batman, two of which we don't speak of. Um, but yeah, I, the bad batch was, I mean, Jesus Christ, there, what were they in two episodes, three episodes of the last season of clone wars? I mean, they were, had ju- I think so. They yeah. had just been introduced. So I, a series about them, I, I'm not really that interested and I didn't like the characters anyways. Yeah. It, it was a cute it, story. Well, I also, but, what's the premise again? Is the Bad Batch like Palpatine's? Um, no, no, these guys, these are the clones that have, that came out differently than your your standard clones. Oh, okay. So, so they're, 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 they're uh, defective, I guess, is what you would call them. They have defects. For some reason, I thought they were the clones that hunted other clones. No. Okay. No, these were just a bunch of uh, defective clones. Defect is such a mean word. I They were 
just had all were born with abnormalities. How about that? One with a huge, a third leg, let's say. A huge penis. <laughs> so, um, I'd say that. Yeah. So, oh fuck! I just dropped all of my stuff. Here we go. Man, how many drinks in are you? Uh, too many. Go, go ahead and talk for a second. All right. So, um, what else with Star Wars? Uh, how about how about that milk? That blue milk. Um, is that what causes blue waffle? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Uh, so next, uh, December uh, this year, uh, we're getting the Book of Boba Fett. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> book, of, book of Boba Gut, more like. He looked pretty good. Yeah, he, he looks all right. Pretty gutty. Well, they had him in a in a weird outfit that they just put the armor on over. It, it looked like a, I don't know, a fucking karate gi or parachute pants. I couldn't tell. But. No, it was, it was, he was pretty gutty. Okay. Well, I, I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, at the end of the second season of The Mandalorian, uh, he was seen going into Jabba's palace and taking over. So, obviously, that's going to be a continuation off of that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mandalorian season three will be early next year. Is it actually going to have Mark Hamlin at this time? Nothing is known at this point. We don't even know if Grogu's going to be in it. You know who should play a young Mark Hamill? Who? Is the Winter Soldier. Oh, Sebastian Stan? Yeah, he should play the young version of Luke. I could see it. Yeah, I could see that. They have like the same jawline. They kind of do, yeah. Be bad. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ahsoka is getting her own series on Disney Plus. No date, release date on that. I'm psyched for that. I love that character. Uh, obviously, I love the Clone Wars cartoon, and she was and I, phenomenal. I love, and I love Rebels. And she, you she, like Rebels? I did. I really liked Rebels. It took a while. It took a while. Okay. Uh, that first season, not great. Yeah. It got really good in the latter seasons. It, it, the story actually got interesting, and part of that was because she got introduced into it, and the, the, there were more kind of through, you know, uh, continuous plot lines that were going on. I want more stuff with Vader. Well, I want a Vader solo thing, just his reign of terror. Well, yeah, no, and, and to be honest, that is something I have always wanted. They've covered it pretty well in the comic books, but that and pe- the video games yeah, until that, that became the extended universe, right? But the in the comics that are canon, um, they've done a good job over I don't know the last five ten year, or five years or so. Whenever Disney bought, you know, the the rights to Star Wars, um, <clears throat> filling in that gap between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, that was kind of an a- a area that they didn't touch a whole lot. Yeah, Rogue One obviously took place. Well, because right, how many years went by? Uh, was it th- th- shit? 25, 20, 30? 20. Yeah. Maybe. Well, how, um, how old was Luke in New Hope? He was a teenager. Oh, right. So 17? Seven, eight, 17, 18 years. Yeah, 19. Happened. He was 19, I he think. He was 19. Right. Okay, so 19 years passed between those. And they're and they they're very, that was kind of a, a, of a no-go zone for most of, you know, books. They weren't going to let them do it. They were, you know, anything. But, of course, we got Rogue One. That came out. Um, and comics, they have dropped a lot of stuff that is considered canon yeah and they're good they're what about that other video game um that just well it didn't come out recently but well i guess technically one of the latest 
Star Wars where you're following this oh, new fall, Jedi. Fallen Order. Fallen Order, yeah. Yeah. That's a really – my favorite line in there is um, he's like, I don't fear you or something. And Vader's like, well, then you'll die braver than most. I want more of that. Yeah. What's no, Vader doing? I, I, I want to see that. And and I think we will get uh, some of this, uh, and I'll get to that in a second. Uh, the next one for Disney Plus, Rangers of the New Republic. This is, will take place within the Mandalorian time period. Is that Super Troopers, but Star Wars? It's going to be new characters like that are in the Republic that are like, they're not bounty hunters. They're more like law enforcement. The thing was, this was supposed to be, uh, Cara Dune was supposed to be in this. Of course, the huge kerfuffle uh, with Gina Carano and uh, the social media, yada, 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 Disney fired her. So Cara Dune will either be recast or is not coming back at all. I don't uh, know who that is. Uh, that's the, uh, the, the, uh, the big buff woman that helped helps out man oh yeah she got fired yeah she got fired wow so i am so bummed about so that so i don't know what uh if they're going to recast her or if they're just going to recast her just well, write her out well gina carano's kind of that's a tough act to follow from an appearance yeah. standpoint yeah i mean you're gonna go find another mma fighter that can act okay. too i mean well there's an, there's a blonde lady who's an mma fighter what's her oh, name rousey ronda rousey I don't. I, well, can, I don't know what her name is. She can't act either. She, she mean, was. She was in the expendables some, some training. and watched her in wrestling. It was terrible. Um, so yeah, that no, I don't know much else about that. Uh, Andor uh, with Disney Plus that'll be next year. Uh, you remember Rogue One, Cassian Andor, the pilot, the the rebel, you know, pilot that led the group there. The lady? No, the guy with the Spanish accent. Almost shot. Uh, what's his face? Fuck. When they when they went to go rescue Jen Urso's dad, Galen Urso. Uh, was he in um, Mexican Narcos? I believe so. Okay, yes. then I know who you're talking about. So he's getting a series for that character, despite the fact that spoiler, he died at the end of Rogue One. So they're gonna do. Yeah, a didn't pre- they get bamboozled by Vader? Well, they didn't get bamboozled. They just, yeah, they did. Well, no, they didn't actually. They were able to get away with the plans, and the whole point of that team was to get those plans transmitted up to uh, the Rebellion flagship. Here's what I say to that. Thumb, thumbs up. Oh, oh, he's pumping the fist. There he goes. Uh, yeah, still a baller scene when Vader tears them all apart. But um, he's his character's getting a fucking series. I don't want to watch that. Well, it's like the new Han Solo. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, Han Solo was fun. That was a good time. And, and what's his name? Played a good young Han Solo. I, I think, great job. I, I think he did a great job. Yes. Hi. He wasn't no solo. He he wasn't trying to do. Uh, he wasn't trying to imitate Harrison Ford. He tried to do his own thing. And yeah. I'll give I'll give him credit for that. I enjoyed that movie. Was it the greatest Star Wars film ever made? No. Was it better than Rise of Skywalker? Fuck yeah, it was. So I, I I'm not and I know that's not a high bar Ooh, to jump over. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. I know. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I didn't like Rise of Skywalker. Why I'm such a contrarian. Um but anyways, I, I don't want a Cassie Nandor series. I'm not I'm I'm probably not gonna watch that. I, I don't yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Well and I probably will end up doing it too. Here's the one where we might get our Darth Vader stuff, uh Obi Wan Kenobi series. 
2022 next year buddy we get it and it has been confirmed that hayden christensen will be appearing in it as what if he's like just only in a few memories probably (laughs) it's probably gonna be some fucking flash although he's well into his roles like hayden christensen's very much into what he's what he what he does right sure yeah well did you see the video game he was very involved in that um, yeah, and I, I, he was so into his choreography, and I, he, you know, he he poured himself into everything. Um, I will say this for him: he Jumper, yes, and I like that movie. Jumper's a great. I movie. I like that. There, there were several films that he did after Revenge of the Sith that showed he has range. He can be a good actor. Um, yeah, when you're dealing with a, a George Lucas script and it's kind of your first time really getting into these things. Well, that was a lot of direction from Lucas, right? It, Lucas thought he oh, played the perfect a, Vader. A, absolutely. I, I don't blame Hayden Christensen for everything in those movies. George Lucas is a very... Sand. Look at all this it's sand. It's coarse. I don't like it. Um, so, yeah, so he's going to show up. This obviously is going to take place between uh, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. Hmm. Clearly, Obi-Wan was not just sitting on Tatooine, twiddling his thumbs, watching Luke. They better have more interactions. There's going, I, I think he's going to go off-world. I think there's going to be some some hijinks and some adventures, because we have 19 years to kill. Well, also, was it in Rebels that um, Kenobi kills Maul for the second time? Yes. Okay, right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be in between there and so, yeah, then, right? in that ballpark because Rebels is canon, right? So, uh, and, and, and I think they painted themselves into uh, a corner at that with having him kill Maul off. But um, yeah, so that Ewan McGregor, uh, perfect. Uh, he's at the perfect age now. Um, I I cannot wait for this to come out. Hello there. Oh, hello there. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Uh, here's the one that I am totally not, have no idea what this is. It's called the Acolyte and this will be a Disney plus series. What I've been able to figure out is that it is set hundreds of years before the prequels. Ooh. And it says something to do with like Tereskazi, you know, the martial arts thing. Ooh. That's all I could find out. So is that kind of nice? Well, Acolyte is like a apprentice, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Or a follower. Gotcha. So uh, Knights of the Old Republic, how, how far back was that? Thousands of years. That was thousands. Yeah. Okay. So this is hundreds of years before. Uh, well, Yoda's still around. <laughs> Yeah. Yoda, yeah, yeah, I guess he is. Yoda's like 985 yeah, when, when he, he died. died. That's right. right. So and he got sick of listening to Luke complain about stuff. Oh man, yeah, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll die. <laughs> so I, I don't know what this show. There's not a lot of information about this show. The acolyte. The acolyte. That's cool. Well, it's got to be like the Mandalorian. I don't know. Hey, you know, you ever notice really good shows? Have very small and simple names. Uh, sure. Better Call Saul, The Mandalorian, Breaking Bad. That's all I can think of. Wow. There's a movie I want you to look up. The at. 100. The, Phenomenal. <laughs> wow. Okay. I love that show. I want you to supernatural. I, one I wa- word. I, I want you to look up a movie called The Jar, and then you tell me how good that is. Um. Anyways. So uh, I only I'm only basing that off of um, restaurants that have like five things on the menu. They're usually better. They're the best. Yeah. Yes, yes. When you have one thing, 
Uh, let's see. I'm still. There's still more Star Wars shit. How much more Star Wars stuff Dude, are we getting? A into? shit ton. Whoa. I know. All right. I I took a dive. It was May the fourth. Uh, let's see. Movie. Uh, Rogue Squadron is going to be a film. That uh, comes out in uh, 2023. Uh, Patty Jenkins is directing that. You may know her from her work in Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. Nothing is known as to where what time period this occurs in. Is it the Rogue Squadron during, you know, the Rebellion? You know, Wedge Antilles, them? Or is this a new Rogue Squadron, you know, set after... You know, during maybe the the you know the Force Awakens era, you know, with Ray, I would like to see a movie with Poe Dameron by himself in it. I would watch that. Would you? I don't know who that is. Poe, the X-wing pilot in the Force Awakens, the newer trilogy, the latest trilogy. Poe. Poe Dameron. Who's yes. Poe? I just told you. Yeah, but the X-wing, the X-wing that? pilot, the the smug asshole that was that he Finn helped him break out of the uh, uh, at the beginning of Force Awakens. He helped him break off of the the uh, the Star Destroyer there. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Fuck! You're killing me right now. You're killing me. I have dyslexia. You, that I'm disabled because you did that, and that affects your memory. Yeah. Does it really? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll look into that later. So, I don't know when this Rogue Squadron is going to take place. I, I don't... Very little is known about it. I, I guess we could get into some new pilots and a new... What about crew. Finn? What about him? Why don't we have, like, a more in-depth story where he's not just screaming, Ray! Because nobody wants to watch a movie about Finn. No, no, no. About... I'm sorry. The premise of Finn. Um, what it's like for clone troopers. Okay, I would be into that. I would watch that. Yeah. And how it actually goes down. I think that they didn't take a deep enough dive into that with the new trilogy. No. Um, Lost opportunity. Yeah. Total lost opportunity. So yeah, I would be into that, but no, I don't want Finn in it at all. I hated that character. Uh, Ray! 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 Fucking hate that guy. Uh, Taika Waititi is going to direct a Star Wars film. Now, Taika Waititi did Thor Ragnarok. That doesn't mean anything to me. Have you seen Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. He has a well, very, that's great. But... He has a very interesting style. He's a funny guy. He, he What We Do in Shadows is one he did. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Jojo Rabbit was another one. He's a very... Um, visually stunning kind of director he he's got a whacked out sense of humor uh he would have a very interesting take on star wars i think we get a lot of um eight bit modern um future what's it called Uh, um future hype future hip future hump (laughs) i have no idea what you're talking about right now what's the genre that music music's called trip hop no, I, I don't Electronica? I don't know. Okay. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, I think that a film in his hands. The only concern that I would have is uh, the guys that originally uh, directed the majority of Solo, uh, and I always get these two names mixed up, but I think it's Chris Lord and Phil Miller, or Phil Lord and Chris Miller, whatever. Um, they got kicked off of that movie by 
the producers, you know, from Disney and everything because they didn't like the humorous direction they were taking it in. Well, these guys were comedy writers. You know, they'd done a couple of films. Um, but they didn't like how loosey-goosey it was. Taika Waititi is not somebody who's going to follow notes, okay? The, 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 the studio execs are not going to like him, especially when it comes to a very structured environment that Star Wars is, unless he's going to tell some story that's out of canon or has nothing to do with anything. I want Snyder to direct a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Funny you should say that. He, was, he let out a tweet. I think yesterday saying, you know, if they approached me, I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, eh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Stick to zombie movies. Uh, okay. So three more things here real quick. Uh, they're going to do a Lando Calrissian series <clears throat> on Ouch. Disney plus. Wow. wow. Nice job. So we're going to get Lando. Mando. Lando Calrissian. Lando Calzone. Oh, that sounds like a really good meal. Uh, Lando, it's like a like an exotic vegetable. I'm just going to keep drinking Ooh. now. Okay, so do you know who Lando is? You know who Lando is. Come no. on. No. Empire Strikes Back, Cloud City, Han Solo's buddy, Pedrazum DeVader, Billy Han Dee Williams. Han Solo's buddy? In Empire Strikes Back, they go to Cloud City, right? Yeah. yeah. Who's the guy that greets them? When I don't know. They, he acts like he's going to punch him, but they end up doing a big hug thing. Yeah. That's Lando. He was in Solo. He was the guy that originally owned the Millennium Falcon. Oh. Yeah, him. Okay, cool. Kind of, kind of a big character in Star Wars. Kind of. Not really. I saw him how many times? For two minutes? Whatever. Um, let's I, see. He's in I, four I, movies. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they're going to do a series with that. The question, of course, is, is it going to be Donald Glover from Solo? Or is it going to be Billy Dee Williams? You know, the original guy who's super fucking old at this point. Can barely let's walk. get a movie with Mads Mikkelsen. I'll take it. I'm in. I, I don't mean, care who he's playing. Well, I know he was in Rogue One and he died, right? Yes, he was. He, he was he was Galen Erso. Let's make that not canon. No, nobody's going to remember Rogue right, One. It's right. fine. Let's get it's Mads Mikkelsen yeah. back in the Star Wars yeah, universe. Let's make him another Force user. Oh, and then he's running around. He's got his lightsabers. Maybe he has a light dagger. Who knows? And he's just you know, um, um, staying strapped. And not getting clapped. That's how that should work. Exactly. You know, he's on the run. Um, he's, oh, maybe he could be um, a gray Jedi by accident. You know, not on purpose. It's just he grows up and he needs to, he realizes that um, you got to kill to survive. I was, But he's not malicious. I was thinking, he's not a deviant. I was thinking more of he's just another Emperor Palpatine clone. And, you know, just this one he got right. And it comes back jacked and stacked. Jacked and stacked. Yeah. That's right. Or maybe he's a serial killer Jedi. Yeah. 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 Who likes to. Who likes filleting. Yeah. Um, peeps. Fish. Fish. <laughs> but fish that have arms and legs for some reason. My turn for a dad joke. Fuck you. All right, last bit uh, with this. They are still saying that Ryan Johnson 
is going to get to direct another trilogy, a, a, a newer trilogy. He was the director of The Last Jedi. Great. I agree. I think that's great. It would be nice for us to as be... As long as it's one director, yes, pick one. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I, would, I would have loved to have seen... He had more in mind. There were more things that... That's the problem. When you have one film that does one thing, you have a second film that does some interesting things, and then you have a third film that completely fucking discredits and or completely throws out everything that happened in the previous film. Of course, in the context of everything, it's going to suck. So I'm perfectly fine with Ryan Johnson getting the opportunity to direct a trilogy. I would like to see what his vision is. And especially if he's not dealing with the Skywalkers. Because the Skywalker saga is over at this point, right? I mean, it has to be. Well, I know apparently Ray, not because I, I know Ray, Ray, I know, Ray's a new Skywalker. I know Ray Skywalker is a thing, but at this point, I mean, that story has kind of run its course. Everybody's gone. So, well, Palpatine can always come back. Well, of course, they can find a way, and I'm happy to. And he see. can make another Vader. I'm because because he made Snoke. No, he he made um, Vader, like he made Anakin Skywalker right through the Force. He impregnated what's her yeah, name? They, He's the reason that, that got, she got pre- impregnated. That got he went debunked. That, got, that was a canon comment. That, but they there has been a little bit of retconning that's gone on with that. There are people there. I can't remember the story because I haven't read it yet. But I, I have seen it's one. It's in one of the Vader no, no, no. Comics, I know that, right? and I and I have read that comic, and and okay. I know, but they are. Uh, there was another comic that came out, or I can't remember what it was, that is kind of indicate or implicating that that was taken out of context in some way, shape, or form. Trying to 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 like retcon oh, it so without he was taking influencing out. the child. I, I guess I I don't know. I I'm okay with the whole Sidious created fucking Anakin. I'm not. I think it's lame. Eh, because that implies. I always thought that. Um, Anakin was a product of the just the Force in general fighting back against Palpatine because he was getting a little bit too OP. Yeah, but at that now point, he wasn't OP yet. No, I'm saying, nah. He, I mean, he wasn't. Uh, I think so. He, he, was, he was just. He was just. very well. He was very well tempered. He was an apprentice to Dark Pelagus at that point. Pelagus had the power. Pelagus was the one that couldn't fucking die. He well, knew, but I mean, he died, didn't he? Well, he did because <laughs> he got fucked over. But I, I don't know. I, I'm so. Again, I love the Star Wars saga. I love the Skywalkers. I'm fine with that. I'm There's also so many hands in it. I'm also okay with it being done. Yeah. I let's move on. Yeah, let's go back to like the old Republic or something. I don't want that either. You want something new and fresh? I, I'm not a Knights of the Old Republic guy. I, I don't enjoy it. Um, but I, I do, I love the Mandalorian. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm happy that they're going to explore that period between Jedi and force awakens. I I'm totally down with that. Um, but I want something new. I, I want to move on from this. There, the Mandalorian has shown that there are vast stories that can be told at this point. There, there are many places that we can go. Well, you can tell any story you want. You can, and that, mm. and you put it in the hands of the right creators, and 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 talented people. Let them tell their stories, 
and and you'll be fine. Don't don't micromanage. You know, Kathleen Kennedy, I'm talking to you, and the execs at Disney. Fucking don't micromanage these people. Let them tell their stories. That and and if we can go off in a new direction, I am totally totally down with that. Yeah, I, I we can we can get away from. I'm not saying that it's not going to be tied to the canon, which is fine. But we can go beyond that. We can do another 30-year jump if we need to. And let's see another beheading. Like Django? Off with their heads. Or, oh, oh, okay. That's let's fine. get an Alice in Wonderland crossover <laughs> Well, apparently, speaking of crossovers, apparently Mandalorian's probably going to cross over with the Ahsoka series. And Woo! the uh, well, of course. Rangers they already of the did. Republic and... They already uh, did. Yeah. So there will be crossovers. So there'll be some team up episodes again, kind of whatever. Cool. Probably Boba Fett too, but all right. Well, um, before we get into the movie, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. And we are back. All right. Well, I guess, uh, we should go to the movies. All right, this week we watched Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Uh, came out, obviously, 2021. Rated R, runtime 1 hour 49 minutes. Uh, this was an Amazon Prime original. Uh, synopsis, an elite Navy SEAL uncovers an international conspiracy while seeking justice for the murder of his pregnant wife in Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, the explosive origin story of action hero John Clark, one of the most popular characters in author Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan universe. When a squad of Russian soldiers kills his family in retaliation for his role in a top-secret op, Senior Chief John Kelly pursues the assassins at all costs, joining forces with a fellow SEAL and a shadowy CIA agent. Kelly's mission unwittingly exposes a covert plot that threatens to engulf the U.S. and Russia in all-out war. Torn between personal honor and loyalty to his country, Kelly must fight his enemies without remorse if he hopes to avert disaster and reveal the powerful figures behind the conspiracy. Wow. That's, I, I, like, oh, I credit for them uh, you know, fitting without remorse in there. So that's, um, that's why Amazon made this movie is because of Jack Ryan. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the cast uh, that really only matters, uh, Michael B. Jordan, of course, was John Kelly. Jody Turner-Smith was Karen Greer. Jamie Bell was Robert Ritter. And Guy Pierce was Secretary Clay. Uh, this was written oh, by Ta- Taylor Sheridan. Will Staples, of course, based on the novel by, or on novels by Tom Clancy. This was directed by Stefano Salima. Uh, the only thing really of note that I could find on him, he directed Sicario 2, Day of the Soldado. That was a weird movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score on this was, uh, critic score was 44%, audience score was 45 All right. So, I'm a big Tom Clancy fan. I love the Harrison Ford Jack Ryan movies. I enjoyed, uh, obviously, love Hunt for Red October. I very much enjoy the Jack Ryan series on Prime. I'm going to check it out now. I just started watching it, and it's uh, it's pretty good. I'm about three episodes in. No, I mean right now. Yeah. I'm going to zone out. Are you going to zone out? And I'm going to watch. Because okay, I have go, a perfect angle with go, my TV go, right here. <laughs> go ahead and yeah. pop, pop it on. I'll just go through the, the review. 
So you know, you're naming off 80 people. Jeez, yes. before so we can even get into it. I have uh, read several Clancy novels. Um, I haven't read them all, but I have read many of them. Um, so I'm up up to speed on the on you know the characters and a lot of other things. I played Splinter Cell. There you go. Um, was he was Tom Clancy in the military? I believe so. What was he? I don't know. You, I'm just saying I know believe so. Was? Okay, because all of his stuff is military related. It is. It's it's usually. I know nothing about him. I just played Splinter Cell one yeah. time, and I just know his names in the title. Yeah, it's it's usually. <laughs> CIA or Navy seems to be a big theme. So I'm wondering if he was in the Navy at one point. I, I don't know. That he was it, in the CIA, yeah. Navy SEALs. Sure. That yes. shows you how much I know about the military. Ultra, ultra co- covert. No, they're, they're not the same. Um, all right. With all of that being said, um, I hated this fucking movie. I hated it. Uh, definite one out of five. Uh, I will launch into great detail uh everything that i disliked and or hated about this film in a moment uh but talon what was your rating one out of five yeah yeah just bored me it th- yes very much very so. boring this was a this bored bo- me more than doing my laundry yes this in was fact a- i watched this while doing my laundry i in you at least accomplished something while yeah. you were watching it all i did was sit on my couch and drink no i had to do something yes you had to, <laughs> in order well, to finish I, this trust, movie trust me i was on my phone a lot <laughs> during this one and, i didn't even finish it i stopped like with 10 minutes left i think and i kept pausing to see how much time was <laughs> i left, know because i was I know. like jesus come on i paused it halfway through the movie i went oh my god <laughs> all right you and i are in full agreement it took then. me two days to watch it's, this movie it took me i think it took me three hours to watch it oh god i, I just i had i'd go out i'd have a cigarette i'd you know watch a porn film so you know just fill in the time clear your head clear my head yeah. come back to it Pour another drink. Refocus. And just like Well, this, you just go like this. Oof, yeah, okay. This is just not getting <laughs> any better. There the there are there there were several breakdowns in this film, and it started with the script. The script was terrible. Uh it was a very much paint by numbers revenge story. Um but, oh, but they threw a twist in, but that didn't matter. Um the action was generic as fuck. There was nothing original about the the combat scenes. If anything, they looked silly. Uh, whoever, whoever did the cinematography uh, didn't know how to shoot an action film to save their life. Uh, there was just the dialogue. It was so unnatural the way that the, they were talking to each other. It, it was, it was like watching a, a B action, B rated, you know, B movie action film from back in the seventies. Dare I say, was this comparable to Ava? No, no. And honestly, I, in did, terms of character development, uh, I think Ava did a better job. What? This is this is one film that I I hated. You think more. is worse than Ava? Yes, I do. I, this movie is that bad. Wow! I, I totally think this movie is that bad. Okay. And part of it is it, it it commits the sin of taking two very good actors and making them look fucking awful, like Ava. 
Yeah, they made Jessica Chastain. Ava I, had a lot of good actors. It had a lot of good actors in it. <laughs> but I, I, for me, if I had to choose between watching Ava again or watching this thing, I'd watch Ava again. Well, because at least Ava doesn't have Tom Clancy's name on it. No, it, it, it doesn't. And it's a little bit more of an original concept than what they did here, I, I thought. Not by much. Okay. Again, okay. not a high bar you know, Fair to enough. go through. Um, I just... They made Michael B. Jordan look terrible. They did. They made Guy Pierce look terrible. They did. They are both very good actors. This movie gave me rigor mortis. Uh, okay. I now have a permanent V shape in my wrist. Yes. Because of this movie. <laughs> look. Yes, I see it. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, it was just... I can no longer do push-ups, Josh. I, it does not surprise me. Uh, the, it was so anticlimactic. Um, Every scene was a letdown. It just seemed silly. And, you know, in, in the few... You know, I have nitpicks, of course, where it's like they're the huge, big set piece that they had in this abandoned, you know, apartment where the guy blows himself up and everything. My favorite guy was the CIA dude. Uh, I fe- I don't like Jamie Bell, so I really he was okay. He, he just pours so much emotion in everything he's doing. He, he was okay, and it made me it made me appreciate him a little yeah, bit more. I just there was no character in this that I thought was like, oh, okay, well they're doing they're doing what they can with this because everybody else sucked, and especially uh, the chick who played Karen Greer, she was fucking terrible. Who's that? His part, uh, his seal partner, the 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 woman that, um, the African American woman mm-hmm. with the shaved head. Yeah, she was terrible. She was. She was abs. God fucking awful. Stop throwing things at me. Every time I mean it. She was on and talking, or even just emoting in any way. It completely took me out of the movie because she, she was so bad. She was the Ava of this movie. She was the Ava of this movie. <laughs> on, on Benzo's she, the whole time. She was. I mean, it's like, are you trying to show human emotion? Because you're not doing a great job with that. Uh, no, the, the supporting cast was no help at all. Uh, the, there, was, there was nothing good about this movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll give one thing. I will give it. The fight in the jail was cool. Nope. I enjoyed they, that. No, they copied every other movie. They never tried to do something for themselves. Well, That jail yeah. scene was a copy of um, The Punisher. Uh, the other, uh, Every other scene was a copy of other really cool movies. Like the house scene was basically a copy of... Um, they were trying to John Wick. John Wick it, tried. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Every other movie was a ripoff of something else. Nothing was original. Right. And I'm not saying that the, the fight in the in the jail cell was original, but I'm just saying as I'm watching it, I'm going, oh, this is interesting. But that was it. It's, it's not that I loved it. It wasn't like, oh, my God, this is amazing. But it was like, oh, that, that sparked my interest for a minute. But outside of that, it was it just sucked. There, there was just there was nothing inspired about there was, this. There, there was. All telling, no showing. Yes. For an action film, the action was so vanilla that even when there were action... I I shit you not, I fell asleep at one point (laughs) in the middle of... The, the raid on the or the you know the the fight in the the abandoned apartment building or whatever it was, I fell asleep in the middle of that. I woke up 
and I'd missed the whole thing. I had to fucking rewind. Yeah, I don't it. even remember what yeah. happened. Yeah. The people got out. And that's, I even, he got out in an ambulance or something. He got somehow? out in an ambulance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 somehow he somehow was able to change into a Russian. That's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Russian military uniform within a matter of seconds with all that gear and walked himself out the door. Yeah. Also, the only other intense scene was the airplane scene, except that felt like a ripoff of um, Daisy or whatever with uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, World War Z. World War Z. Right. Daisy, I love that video game. Anyway, um, it, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> there was, a, and and unfortunately, I've I never read without remorse because obviously there is a book. Um, I I've never read it, so I don't know what what elements of the book were in the film, but I can't imagine it was this bad. Uh, Clancy is always very thorough. There's a lot of depth to his books. There's a lot of character development. The plots are very deep at times. There's a lot of, a lot of layers to it. And this movie had no layers. Why whatsoever. did the Russians shoot that plane down? That's an excellent question. Why would you shoot a fucking commercial airline down, which is what they were trying well, to, there's that, to show and, themselves And why did they just show up? Oh, I actually, I can answer that. The okay. Russians shot it down because the secretary, Guy Pierce's character was in on this conspiracy. So he knew that they were on that plane and he wanted to Wait, shoot. the secretary guy? Yeah, he was the bad, the big bad. Why did I not understand that at all? Probably because you didn't finish the film. It have it, the, the big reveal was in the last, I think, 10 minutes of the movie. I did not finish the film. Yeah, yeah, no. The, yeah. The, yeah, the secretary was the bad guy. What? He was the- Not the, the CIA dude? No. Why were they building this up the whole time? It's a misdirect, Talon. Yeah, but why were there like seven misdirects in this movie? I, I don't know because I, I knew it was Guy Pierce about, oh, I don't know. Well, I knew I, 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 I knew he was the bad guy I, when he said, yeah, Michael B. Jordan, you can come on the mission. Yeah, I, when I got to that, well. <laughs> I was like, okay, we, you're the bad dude. When we got about halfway through the movie, I'm sitting there going, why would they cast Guy Pierce in such a fucking lame part? And then I'm like, oh, he's the bad guy. That's why. And Ooh, sure, sure as shit. You know, he was, yes. So he was the one. So he was feeding intel to fucking everybody. So that's how they knew to shoot the plane down. But, yeah. you know, trying to, how, how do you pass that off as being, oh, yes, they were uh, flying over airspace with missiles or some fucking bullshit. It, it all played into their and, whole trying to start a war type shit. Well, there's that and... um eh, You saw in the news, oh, the plane was filled with American spies. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow, really? How would they get that information if everyone's dead? <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. And they oh, th- they didn't look through the wreckage. And how would a reporter get that information? I, I, I don't know. Well. I mean, we just saw. Dude, we probably just saw a bunch of spies get annihilated we, in the we, sky. We did. <laughs> did you we're, see that? We, that should have been a part of the weekly report. We, we, <laughs> right. We were, we were outside just before the show started, and we looked up, and there is a, a Chinese satellite that has broken apart and re-entered orbit. Uh, and, and so we saw the debris. It was a straight line of debris uh, flying through the night sky. And it was in a crazy. perfectly straight line. Perfect. And it was going real fast. Yes. Real fast. Like you could, it was a matter of probably, it was two minutes. It yeah. went across the entire sky. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy shit. Wow. The entire, okay, the our sight, a line of sight yes, of the sky. From horizon to horizon. Yes. It was a few minutes. Exactly. Crazy. And, uh, Look really cool though. I bet it's back out. 
I bet if we will go outside now, it's probably because it's been about an hour. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. I bet it's I bet it's coming back out the, unless it landed in the Atlantic Ocean or um, Africa or something. Or it's going to land in your backyard here in about 10 That'd minutes. That'd be awesome. It'll just destroy your <laughs> Prius. Yes. Yep. It got my car. Woo! Of course it did. <laughs> Nothing else is damaged. Everything's fine, but your car's destroyed. Oh, great. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. I don't think my insurance will cover that. I don't think insurance would believe that. No, they probably wouldn't. That is Well, isn't that technically considered an act of God? I don't see how it could be, considering it's a man-made object falling yeah. from the sky. Well, but the, it's just the circumstances, right? Because, well, does does a nuclear-caused tsunami count as an act of God? Because a tsunami is an act of God. Yes, tsunami is technically an act of God. But if it's man-made... Why is why is act of God okay? Anyway, why, I love that term. Why are we inserting religion into our insurance? It's not re- it's not a religious. I, I, it's not I a religious thing. That act. Of, I think it's called act of nature. No, it's act of God. Is it actual? Act no, of legally, God? I think in the doctrine, uh, it's act of God. Wow, that's yeah, a legal term. Yes, folks, we were so enthralled by Tom Clancy's "Without Remorse" that now we're talking about insurance for nuclear bombs causing tsunamis. That's how much we really enjoyed this movie. Really well, if they went with that route, that'd be fantastic. I, I would have been in. I would have watched that. I would have been in. Yeah. It's unfortunate that like, there was so much talking about how cool Michael B. Jordan was in this. And he, and and here's here's where I really, like, I, I got so mad. I uh, Is when he's going in and he finds the Russian dude and he's like, you know, the la- you're gonna say my wife's name when you die. That was, first of all, that was a stupid line. Then when he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna kill myself with this bomb here," then he goes, "Oh, I'm your pal. Hey, let's talk. <laughs> you lost any sort of authority that you had when you were when you backpedaled it, like it that. Just I mean, it just lost. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> I know. I, hey, man, let's talk. I'm gonna kill you. I want you dead, but but let's." <laughs> Dude, cap him and get behind the building. Exactly. If I if I was really wanting him dead, I'd be like, okay, cool, dude. Hey guys, go ahead and go out the back. I'm gonna shoot this fucker. Well, hold on. Just start backing up. Aim your weapon at him. Start backing up. And if he takes a step, cap him. Right. You're already at a safe enough distance. Just dump to the left like you did. Yeah. And miraculously, still have your eardrums around. Yeah. Somehow. Cool. You see, he's he's still able to hear with from two bombs <laughs> that went off two bombs yeah no all all of them should be shell shocked and shit. and from a missile the rp a, the rpg in the hallway yeah well, in the hallway well i'm talking about from the when he got shot out of the sky <laughs> he can still hear they all should be dead. oh man uh, every single one of them should be dead Multiple Im- times impact over. on that wall, yeah. Well, Man. an RPG. Well, at the, and that, at the beginning of the film, an RPG getting launched in a fucking tight hallway. Oh, yeah, really. And it blows a hole in how many inches of concrete? Right. It wouldn't. And, and it wouldn't do that. No, and they're not all dead. Like everybody, <laughs> even the guy that shot it, they should all be fucking dead. Yeah. Well, RPGs don't really work that way either. It, but but anyway. Um, also. It was funny that RPG, RPG, RPG. Didn't he shout it three times before the dude shot it? But, appar- but, appar- <laughs> but apparently nobody could get their gun up in time to fucking shoot the guy. I know RPG, yeah. RPG, RPG. Yeah, you could yeah. Ju- you could have let off eight rounds by that time. But anyway, 
Um, oh man, I had another point. I don't remember what it was, Josh. That's okay. I don't remember That's what, what it was. That's what this movie does. It makes you mad. It made it made me really. Oh oh, here's here's the point. None of that stuff really matters to me. Uh, ultimately, when I'm watching a movie, it's a movie. Okay, he survived a plane crash. Cool. It's just all this other stuff took me out of it. And then that's when I really started noticing how they can survive. And then that's when that stuff becomes important. Right? Like with John Wick. Right? He got shot how many times? And he was walking around in a mall in this in the second movie shooting. And no one noticed at all. But I didn't care because everything else was working. Well, it, right? It, it, I've said this many times. It's all about suspension of disbelief. And there there are certain limits that we can go to. And especially when it comes to action films, action gets such a wide berth for me as far as me going, oh, well, that's bullshit. I, I, because I, if it's a good, well-made action film like John Wick... Or you go, that's bullshit, but I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there are points where you're like, oh, fuck it. I'm, yeah. I'm in for this ride yeah. here, so I'm going to overlook this despite the fact that maybe it's physically impossible. Um, but in this film, um, everything was so tepid that you 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 can't help but just nitpick it, just tear it apart every fucking little thing that they're doing. Yeah. And, and it, God, I, I cannot stress enough how bad the dialogue was in this movie. It that... was so forced. Yeah. And just a bunch of fucking patriotic rhetoric nonsense. And also, and uh, why kill the wife? I Because they were wanting to start a war. That was the whole plan. The whole reason they did all of this is because they wanted the, the, the secretary's master plan was to start a conflict with Russia in order to unite the country and help the country economically. He quotes, well, World War II, this country's never been more together than it was. You know, the economy was booming. Everything was going. And, you know, things were better during the Cold War. And he wanted to get back to that. That was the entire motivation behind this character. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, that's fine and dandy, but does... um, a few random soldiers killing a few Russian cops. Does that start a war? Uh, apparently it does because, well, the whole thing, the whole plan uh, of the secretary was that they all died, that they would all die there or die in the plane or whatever. And then the Russians would think, oh, fuck, the, you know, the U.S. is trying to send operatives over here. Fuck that. We're going to go to war, blah, blah, blah. That was the whole point of that. And if that was the point, they could have hired snipers that could actually hit something. Mm-hmm. I th- I was expecting to see guys with sniper rifles and stormtrooper armor. I mean, that's how fucking they could not hit yeah. anything. And they could go through those bullets could go through drywall. Those were like I mean, the whole yeah. the whole point of 50 cal is not is not to kill, right? It's to get it's to get um it's to disable and to disarm, right? And it's to disable like machinery, right? So when you're when you're gonna go use your fifty cal on somebody, you're going to aim for the canteen so you can de- deprive the soldier of water <laughs> and blow him in half. <laughs> yes. The whole point of the fifty yeah. cal is to fucking destroy whatever you're shooting at or near. And they couldn't. Well, fu- they, him of water. He's- they couldn't even do that. He's not gonna 
last. You know. Oh God. Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I find that hilarious. It's Josh. funny. It's funny. No, I. Well, don't. laugh. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I had to be there. Uh, but, <sighs> but yeah, I mean, they they couldn't hit the broadside of a fucking barn. Yeah. I, I don't. There's again. There's so many fuck ups. In also, this wait. Movie. Did did those snipers end up dying somehow? Uh, they did, got. Did, did, they got. Why a, did they stop shooting at them know. eventually? I think they got two of them, but weren't there three? Yeah, I, I don't. And, and the third just stopped for some reason. Yeah. Was it because the cops were there? I I did. I didn't understand that. Aren't aren't the cops in Russia kind of corrupt? Well, now we. I don't think we have any Russian listeners or VPN. Uh, Russia, uh, yes, at the at the end of the Cold War, uh, they were very corrupt. The the Russian mobsters were running everything. At this point, yeah. So why are there not mobsters it, rolling up? Well, in, at in this with point, red and yellow lights. At this point, Putin appears to be very much the one in control over over everything. And yes, the people that work under him are allegedly very corrupt. And so, yes, the the police and the army, the the FSB in particular, is basically, uh, you know, Putin's version of the CIA. They're very shady. I get my news from memes. From what I understand. I read a little bit occasionally. I only read... Stuff from one person, but the, so. but the street street cops and the and the FBS are two very different things. It's it's like the equivalent of a of a you know city police officer here and a and, federal and, police and, officer. And, 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 well, not just a, <laughs> like fucking CIA. That's oh. that's the difference. <clears throat> okay, between sure. The two. So, um, God damn, fuck this movie. Uh, yeah, that, my final thought on this: uh, Don't waste your fucking time. Watch Jack Ryan. Go back and watch. Any of the so so Michael B. Jordan's in Jack Ryan. See, that was the question that I had: Is this going to be a crossover now? And I don't know, uh, because the Jack Ryan series is fuck. What are they? Three seasons in now, mm-hmm. and obviously this just came out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's going to be crossover because Clark is a big has a big role in mo- many of the Clancy novels. I think there's a couple that were written specifically with him as the lead character in it. He was play uh, in Clear Clark, John Clark, which is who he became, who Michael B. Jordan became at the end of this movie. That was the identity he took up. Clark is a CIA operative in the Clancy books. How do you just move from the SEALs to the CIA? That's why I'm sitting there <laughs> scratching my head going, Isn't whatever. it like an application process? Typically, there's an interview that has to happen. Right. But at uh, least a background but, check. But I mean. Clark is a, is a, has a, plays a big role in a lot of the Clancy books. Uh, in in the movies, uh, in uh, the Harrison Ford Clear and Present Danger, uh, Willem Dafoe played John Clark. Uh, in the Ben Affleck uh, Some of All Fears, um, it was Leof Schreiber was John Clark in that. By the way, that is a super underrated movie. Have you seen the the Some of All Fears? That's that's the one where Ben Affleck plays the Jack Ryan character. It's it's, it's a pretty good fucking movie. Not gonna lie, it, it's it's a good movie. Uh, anyways, um, so Clark is a, has a big role. So yes, you would think that there will be some type of crossover since Amazon apparently owns all the fucking Clancy rights now. Yeah, how does that happen? Probably drove up to his house. And billions, they, man. They, well, they and probably, billions. They, they drove up to the house and they fucking with a dump truck full of cash and dumped it in his front yard. 
I mean, uh, how else to get? You know how much money they're spending on the Lord of the Rings TV series already? Wait, Amazon Prime's making a Lord yes. of the Rings TV yes, series? Yes, they are. What's it called? Lord of the Project Rings? Project X? Lord of the Rings? What's maybe? it about? That part I don't know. I haven't taken too much of a deep dive into it. I think it has... I think it is going to go over territory that occurs prior to The Hobbit. Ooh, okay. So the more money you throw at it, the better it's going to be, obviously. But they have spent a fuck ton of money on this already, and we haven't seen shit yet. They've they've had... I don't care. No, no, no. I understand that, but that's how you get the Tom Clancy rights to every one of his characters in his books is you just fucking give them a shit ton of money. Did they not bring in Tom Clancy for this at all? I did not see him get credited as I obviously they give him credit for writing based on characters created by Tom Clancy, but I don't think he he did not have a role in writing this script. And it shows. I think I think he was like, I don't want any part of it. Uh, Give me pro- money. Don't do not put my he, name on he it. Probably <laughs> he probably did. Honestly, I don't even know if Clancy's yeah. still alive. I think he is, but I I don't think that he. Yeah, I I I think his involvement is basically here. Here's here's my books. Good luck. Because he's made his money. I mean, Jesus Christ, the 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 Harrison Ford. Jack Ryan movies made very good money. Uh, Hunt for Red October was obviously a huge hit. Um, so they, they've done pretty well. And the Jack Ryan series has been very well reviewed. I Like I said, I'm about three episodes in. I'm really enjoying it. So, yeah, we'll see. I wonder where Pam is, though. <laughs> uh, I think he did it. Krasinski did all right. He married Emily Blunt. So that's... Uh, that's, I met him, I think by the way. I trade up. You met John Krasinski. Yeah, I did a photo shoot of him. Were there, and his family. <clears throat> was it tasteful nudes? No. His family. So Emily Blunt was there? And some kids. And some kids. Yeah, I think they have two. Yeah. Yeah. When was this? Uh, a few years ago. Okay. They did pictures with... Uh, it was like Christmas themed. How in the world did you get that opportunity um well it wasn't by choice it was completely on accident they showed up to an event that we had open to the public oh mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. cool was he a nice guy great guy yeah he seems like it yeah i mean who knows he fucking smoke crack and fucking beat children in the basement for all i know <laughs> seems but, like a great guy but he seems like a great guy <laughs> Fucking knows. I'll, I'll see if I can find the picture. I still have it somewhere. Okay. All right. Uh, have we said everything we need to say about this fucking movie? Yeah, it's awful. Don't yeah, watch it. Bury you it. don't need to. No, don't do it. Watch Watch Jack Ryan. You will literally lose something yes. by watching this movie. At, at least an hour and 49 minutes of your life. Yeah. At, at a bare minimum. Oh, God. That's the thing. Two hours, really? I, For this whole thing? I, None. Uh, what was up at the beginning? Too. The beginning did not need to be there. Oh, we're getting back into this. Let's not. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, let's move on. I'm I'm done. Ta- I'm done talking. About All right. It. Very good. Very good. All right. Uh, so throughout the course of our episodes, uh, our demented conversations provide kind of snack-sized peeks into our innermost thoughts. Uh, it's easy to see how many uh, of our listeners could look upon us as sick, twisted, and damaged adults. But what if there's more to us than our glib comments, sarcasm, and inappropriate humor? 
What if we dug down into the core of our psyches to peel back the layers of our personalities? Huh? What if we stared directly into the black void for a focused view into the mouth of madness to study the psychological pathology that informs our behavior? Well, we decided to do just that for a segment I like to call therapy time. I'm still a piece of garbage. That's right, therapy time. So, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm having some self-esteem issues lately. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm not feeling real confident about me and my abilities and pretty much every aspect of life right now. Um, I, I suffer from this, this gnawing thought in the back of my head as I go about my days. And I, and I've had this going kind of gnawing feeling for a couple of years now. And it's, I feel like a fraud. What does that mean? I feel like I am pretending to be an adult. And deep down, I am still not. It still blows my mind at this point that, <clears throat> you know, people say, well, you're that's doing big boy adult stuff. Is it, am I really adulting? I, I, who says that? People. Okay. Like when your parents tell you, yeah, you know, you, you, you've grown up. And I'm like, have I though? And so I feel like, like with my job, I, I feel like a fraud. I feel like I am not, uh, I don't feel like I'm competent to do my job. I don't feel like I, I have the necessary skills to do my job. I feel like I've kind of had to, you know, fake my way through my career at times. And that's because I spent a lot of time, you know, throughout the years with, you know, self-doubt and loathing. And there were some family members at times that did not help boost my self-esteem and made me feel like shit. Um, but I, I'm having a real struggle with that lately. Why now? I have no idea. Okay, I have some ideas. Um a lot of it has to do with some things going on in my personal life, which I can't get into. Um, but work has been very challenging lately. You can attest to that. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can. Um, it has, you know, I, I knew, I, I, I know I'm doing well and, and when I'm doing, ah, fuck. Okay. I have felt in the you just did a whole line there, I by know. the way. No, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, got it all. Whew. Oh, that was a thick one. Um, I don't think about these things when work-life balance is going well. I feel like I'm getting things done. I feel like you know things are. There's a groove going on. Everything's in sync and everything's fine. But when that sync gets thrown off, when I start to question things, when I start to question. Uh, my abilities, when I start to question what the fuck am I doing here, when I start doing those things, my self-esteem just goes, and I have no confidence in anything I'm doing. And when it comes to, to my work, I'm kind of in it in a bit of a niche industry. And I don't have a lot of options to go do anything else. I really don't. Not for, not for the money that I make. Or the, uh, again, the type of skill set that I have. 
So when I get to that point where I'm going, oh, fuck, I need to go find something else to do. It's like, you ain't got nowhere else to go, Bubba. And that is depressing as fuck. And that's when I go, God, is this all I'm good at at this point? Well, how long have you been in the industry? 22 years now. 22. So since I've been alive. Yeah, pretty much. That's a long time. That's a long time. <clears throat> now, that's a long time. Now, how not, many how many not, how many times have you had this? Not feeling? not well, I was going to say 22 years, not consecutive. It, it comes and it go. It came and it went throughout the years, but probably within the last I have been strictly focused and worked in this industry now for probably 11 12 years straight. But I started doing this type of work when I was fuck 19, 20. So a long time. How many times do I go through this? Well, usually when there's turmoil going on in my job or in my personal life. And how often is that? A lot. Work-wise, okay. I'd been on a very good run work-wise. Things could be going to hell at home, but as long as work was okay, everything was fine. Because I had my work, I, I could bury myself in what I was doing, and I didn't have to, um, I, I was confident in what I was doing there. I feel okay. like I was doing something, accomplishing something. And and right now, I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Okay. <clears throat> so, you don't feel like you're accomplishing anything. Um, you feel like we're just going round and round. Um, and you feel like you're a fraud. What? Where exactly is the fraud part coming from? Because I'm supposed to be a role model. I'm supposed to be a leader. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to set the example for how things are. And I don't do any of that. I mean, I, I guess there are some people that glean things from me. I don't know. It's just weird to me when people, when younger people, I hire them, they come in and they look to me for direction. Mm-hmm. And I just sit there and go, fuck, I don't know where I'm going. And I'm supposed to lead you? It's like when you came in. Mm -hmm. You know, you I, I I did my best to, to, to steer you, but I have bad habits. I have a lot of bad habits that you don't need to 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 emulate. Right. And you got you got an opportunity to see behind the curtain. I don't show as much with everybody else as I have with you. Yeah. That's just because you're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got um, a great ass. You've got right a here. great ass. With their go on our fa <laughs> go on our Facebook page, ladies. Oh, he's got an ass. Um, but it's it's still so weird to me that the people look to me for guidance when I don't know where I'm going half the time. So that's where the fraud part comes in because I feel like I'm just faking it. You know, the fake it till you make it shit. Okay. <laughs> and I feel like the fake has continued on. I haven't made it yet. Are, is it possible that um, people aren't really looking to you for guidance? They're just trying to appease you as an employer? It's possible. Absolutely. My, my ego is not big enough to think that, uh, you know, that they're being genuine all the time. I don't, I don't, I, I don't need that type of validation that I'm, 
you know, oh, these guys look up to me. If anything, it's like, uh, I don't want that type of focus. I, I have a hard time taking compliments. Mm. I really do because I think it's bullshit. Yeah, cool. Okay. You you either A, you think that about me, which I don't, or B, you're just kissing my ass. One of the two. Okay. And that's so no, I I don't I I'm sure that it's probably about a 70/30 as far as them being actually genuine. You don't take compliments well. So like any compliment or specific types? Uh, God. Like, your hair looks nice. That's fine, because I think it looks... It, can... it, it all goes along with if I feel the same way. Okay. That's where it goes along. So if you tell me my hair looks nice, I think it looks nice right now. I just got a haircut. I think it does. I you got, did get I got a haircut. haircut a couple days ago. I'm feeling good about it. I'm mm-hmm. good. If you told me that three weeks from now, I'd go, what the fuck are you looking at? Because my hair wouldn't look good. Um... But like when, it's like when people, oh, I know you're really busy right now. I've got, you've got a lot, a lot of work on, you know, on your plate right now, blah, blah. And it's like, God, if you only knew. <laughs> but that's not really a compliment. Okay. You're right. That That's not, that's, so that's, that, that's not a great example. Um, I don't know. Like whenever a woman would tell me I'm attractive. Okay. I, I never believed it. I, I kind of, to this day, still don't. Mm. Physically? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, personality wise, of course I'm attractive. Yes. I'm fucking hilarious. Yes, you are. So, um, <laughs> interesting. So, it more of so, and that was a bit of sarcasm there, wasn't it? Which part? The hilariousness. All of it. Is All sarcasm. Of it. Yeah. No, it's, I, I feel like, it, I feel like I can be funny. I feel like I, I do, as far as situational humor is concerned, I, I can throw things in there. I, I, I don't sit at home and write bits. I mean, that's not my thing. It's typically off the, you know, off the cuff humor. Um, but I typically get good reactions when it comes to humor. Um, because there are things I think are funny. Sometimes I say things that I think are funny. But I think that's the key, though. It has to do with, do I believe the comp? Like, if you give me a compliment, do I believe that compliment? Do I think mm-hmm. that way about myself? Mm-hmm. Because if I don't, I'm I'm not, I'm going to be like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Stop. You're making me uncomfortable. Right. Now, if a woman, right. if a woman is pulling my pants down and puts my penis in her mouth and pulls it back <laughs> out and goes, damn, that's a big dick. I'm going to take her word for it at the time. I might reflect back on it later and go, well, okay. Do you, is it because you think someone is trying to take advantage of you in some way? No, I don't think that. I, I don't think it's, it's an effort for people to kiss up and because we all do a certain level of kissing up in our lives. We've mm-hmm. all had to kiss ass at some point in time or another. Okay. Well, if, if they're, if they're not kissing ass and they are giving you a compliment, what else could they be doing? They could genuinely be trying to be giving me a compliment. That's fine. No, but, but, but if, I, the, if they're not if telling they're the truth. Not, right. If well, they're not telling the truth and well, they're not the, trying to manip- manipulate you, why would they give you a compliment? 
there's I, I don't think there's anything beyond those two things. Either they're being just gen- to be polite. Either they're being polite, which I think is the same thing as a genuine thing. But polite, if you're just faking it to be polite, that is a manipulation in in of itself. Right. It's to you know get I, out I, of a social situation, perhaps. I'm trying to curry favor. Is what yeah. I'm trying to do. You know, hey, oh, your hair looks nice. Can I leave now? Yeah, exactly. I will give you um, 50 bucks for me to leave this conversation right now. <laughs> Please just let Right, me go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah. how about the yeah. Raiders? Yeah, people do that. Yeah. So as far as um, feeling like a fraud, um, it, I mean, is this like a recurring thing? That you feel like a fraud, and is it because that you feel more like um, a child than you do an adult, and you feel that you're fraud-like in the sense of of uh, taking responsibility? I think, yeah, I think you're onto something there. Um, yes, I do. I have a hard time acknowledging that I am an adult that I am uh, as I get older, you know, you'd think I'd start going, well, I'm an adult now. I still don't feel like an adult. It's like someone coming up to me and calling me, you know, Mr. My last name, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, uh, who's that guy? Uh, That's my dad. That's not me. Mm. And it, it, it also doesn't help. You know, there are some outside sources at times that accuse me of being very childish. Childish in what way? Emotionally it, it, or, or? All of the above. All of the above. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, including your interests? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like comics? Uh, everything. I'm not going to go any any further into that well, particular sure, but portion, but, I remember, it, but but yeah, it's there. There are outside influences at times that try to you know put me into that box, and so you resist and you resist until you get to that point where you're like, "Fuck, maybe they're right." Right. Well, there, you know, you do hear that saying: there is a difference between childish and childlike, um, immature. As far as Right. Well, imma- immaturity. What does what does immaturity mean? Well, you want the Webster's defini- definition. Well, what, what does it mean to you? Immaturity means that uh, you your behavior is uh, irrational to me. Okay. And it's based on uh, you know an underdeveloped thought process. Okay. Hey, that sounded pretty good. So, like. N- Underdeveloped meaning narrow? Underdeveloped as in um, not matured. Uh, oh, I'm using the word inside of the word I'm trying like to naive? define. Naive? Naive, yes. Okay. Okay. So naive as in not enough experience. Yes. To Inexperience. To yes. come to a proper conclusion. There you go. To a rational conclusion. Okay. But again, these are it's all very subjective it's incredible. All of this is subjective. So rationally to yourself, you're a fraud. No, that's no, it, it's an irrational thought. Okay. So that is an irrational. It thought. is an absolutely and irrational. Why, why thought. would that be irrational? Because 
I still I'm functioning. I'm still I I am doing things. And I think it's just the fact I I I put such a critical eye on myself that there's that voice in my head going <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Is it is it so much that um well cuz fraud could be related to hypocrite in some sense, don't you think? An argument could be made, sure. Okay. So is it is it that um but, could it could it possibly be that you feel more like a like a uh in a hypo, in a hypocritical sense, you know, as a parent like do as I say, not as I do? No, I and I don't because okay. I, I'm not preaching a particular lifestyle or agenda. My my goal is to get my job done and to do sure. my work and to continue to keep the wheels spinning. Which you do. Well, thank you. Well, on, on, <laughs> as, just just on a numbers game, as I roll, you, as you a, do. As I roll my eyes and go, on, man. on a numbers game, you do. Okay. If you if we if you put the numbers down, yes, you you do keep the wheels turning. With, with my ultimate goal is to keep the wheels spinning. Mm-hmm. I absolutely. I mean, I I'm not so that's why I don't think I'm hypocritical because I do believe in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I want to my hope is to continue to keep to contribute enough to where things keep going. And but I just feel like at times like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm. Okay, so so is it is it the sense of you feel like a fraud because um, to other people, you come across as this all-knowing, competent person, yet you know for yourself that you d- don't really know what you're doing, and you are having to figure it out as you go. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. There you go. That's exactly what it is. Okay. And and that makes you feel, is it possible that that makes you feel insecure um, because as an adult, you should know what you're doing by now. Yes. Because you're 42 years old. Bingo. Okay. You got it. You nailed it. I should not be insecure at this age. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I did when I was in fucking junior high school. On some days. It's not every day. But there are some days where I feel that way. But yes, absolutely. I am this fucking old. I should have more confidence than I do. I should have more knowledge than I do. I should be a college graduate at this point, which I am not. I should, uh, there are so many I should, I should, I shoulds, which as my therapist would say, that is not a healthy way to think. It's not about what you should be doing. It's about what you are doing. Um, he, he, yes. Now, I don't want to, step on the toes of your therapist, but I think it's more about what you could be doing, not about what you should be doing. Yes. Um, he has said something along those lines too. This is, this is, this is multi I'm condensing like 15 sessions into like one wow. sentence at, okay. at a time here, but no, very, very similar way. But, uh, the yeah. bottom, the bottom line is don't focus on the shoulds. You should do this. You should, you should, you should. That's not, that doesn't help anything. It's the same way with, with marriage or relationships. Well, you should be doing this. Really? I should? Well, yeah, because you always know what you should be doing. Uh, and you know, for the most part, 
you know when you're not doing that and you go, I really shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> shouldn'ts are fine. No, the, life is fine with shouldn'ts. We should stick with shouldn'ts. We right. just well, stay away from well, the shoulds. shouldn'ts are easier than shoulds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so in a sense, you feel that you shouldn't be in your position because um, when it comes down to it, you don't feel that you know what you're doing. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Not all the time. Not all the time. Not the majority of the what, time, but what, it's still, it, it's been creeping in a lot lately. And that usually, it, it coincides with my level of happiness with what I'm doing or the environment that I'm in. Okay. And right now I'm not in a happy environment. Right. On both sides, both sides of the wall here. Right. Well, you are overrun with stuff. I am busy, so I've heard. Yeah. And yet. Yeah. Um, well, it's like a super task. Um, no matter. Well, it's basically a Hydra that you're facing. No matter how many heads you cut off, you're just multiplying the problem, it, it seems. And um, no matter how many times you try to figure out the issue and solve the problem, two more problems show up that are completely unrelated. And then you are continuously in this battle and um, you're feeling overwhelmed and then you're, you're, you're coming back to this place of not only what the hell am I doing, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and I think what, what might help is, first of all, figuring out all of the things that you're doing that you know isn't really helping. <laughs> As you lift up your glass. I just, I just raised my glass. <laughs> Hi. Well, here, here, here's one saving grace. You've been in this industry long enough. Um, you, you know that people in your position don't actually last that long. No, they don't. They don't. They really don't. Yeah. They don't. It's, yeah. uh, yeah, I have tenure at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, sel- it's seldom that people get to that point. It's, they're in their own wheelhouse. People rotate in and out of yes. that position. Yes. And, and the reason being is because, um, their position eventually gets dissolved <laughs> because their output becomes useless. Yeah. Well, right. all the good ones go away. Mm. All of them. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Many reasons that I am. <laughs> we do not have time to get into. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to push this truck along. Uh, very good insight. I've actually, I had a couple of, uh, light bulb bomb moments there. So, uh, how that's, why, can, that's why I'm here. Gosh. That is why you're here. Thank you. What, how can I help you today? Well, I you're, have realized you're fucked. Get over it. That, well, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I, I, I recently have had an insane drive to, um, do better and be more. And I am hyper focused on details. Um, I guess the the under the underlying bit to that is, I, I am hyper focused on details, and I don't know 
why. I look at um, I look at the details of everything, um, and especially when it comes down to confrontations, I look into every little thing about it. So, like, let's say if I get in a confrontation with my mom about the dishes, um, I look at, okay, well, first of all, why, you know, because my mom would say, for example, hey, none of these dishes are mine. But I would take what she said literally, and I'd go, hold on a second, mom, I haven't been home in four days. Okay, I've used a coffee cup, I've used a plate, I've used a bowl for cereal, and I've used a pot that I've made to boil water in. Okay, I have four four dishes, and I've been gone four days. I'm just getting back now. Where are all these dishes coming from? And I'll go into this huge spiral. But I do that with everything. I will hyperanalyze, and I will hyperfocus on small things. And if I get a lack of details, it seriously bothers me. I'm not okay with things being, eh, I feel like that just because. You know, I really need to know the whys. And I need to know detailed whys on stuff. And it causes confrontations. Yes, it does. It irritates the shit out of me at times yeah. with you. Um, that That is, it's kind of an OCD thing. You, you definitely have OCD. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. You are, and that's, um, you hyper focus on the most minute of details. I do. Yes. However, like the argument, the example you just gave about the dishes thing, I do the same thing. And I am definitely not as detail oriented as you are. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hyper focus on a lot of that stuff. But when it comes to shit like that, yes, because are you blaming me for this? you're implying that this is somehow my fault. I have not been here. You have made this mess, not I. And yet now I am supposed to bear the responsibility for it for shame. So yes, it's definitely, you you are very, very OCD. Not to the point where like with my bed, I make it the same way. I know you do. It's really fucking weird. Mm-hmm. For a guy like me who is not, um, yeah, you are very you you like things exactly where that you think they should be. Well, also with people, I hyperanalyze everybody. Like right now, with your posture, I'm looking at you and I'm going, okay, why are you sitting with your elbow up? And you're in a really relaxed position right now. Um, your legs are apart; one foot is farther than the other. Your chin is slightly up. Um, and, and first of all, you're looking, you're making direct eye contact with me. Why exactly are you doing that? You're in a more confident position now than you were previously when you were sharing personal information about yourself. You were in a more um, reserved position. Your feet, your, your knees were basic. You could basically hold an Advil pill in between your knees, <laughs> you know, and it's, and um, right now you feel more open and confident. Whereas before you, you really didn't. I and I I do this all the time, um, and I hyper focus, I hyper analyze, and it does not stop. Um, and it causes issues sometimes because I am wrong sometimes about my analyses, or I'm wrong in the sense of when I ask people about it, they say that's not right. But my problem is I don't, I really don't care what you say, I care what you do. 
So I, I have a really hard time believing what people say. I, I hyper-focus on their behaviors and their, their body language. So if someone's like, I'm not doing that, but then I'm like, yeah, you've done it 87 times. And I will literally take note of how many times they do something that they say they don't do. Right. So I guess it, I guess what 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 my issue what my question is is um, is it is it wrong for me to uh, hyper focus on behavior and not subjective interpretation? Because my interpretation is still subjective. Yeah, and the question you're asking is subjective as well. Right. The whole right and wrong concept is, of course, extremely. Uh, well, what's going to be more beneficial to me? Well, okay, and that's that's a much better question to ask. Um, I think there is merit in your analysis of people, and I think because you are able to cut through the bullshit and really read what a person is thinking or feeling based on not what they're saying, but with what they're presenting. Mm-hmm. Um. The downside of that is you are going to drive yourself fucking crazy because you could be wrong. Now, most of the time, the success rate is probably going to be, you know, it's high, much higher. It's high. Yeah. You're going to be right more often than you're wrong. I am wrong sometimes, but but it's not often. It's not often. And that, but again, that's still there. So that is the risk that you run into the, 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 the challenge for you is going to be how to not drive yourself absolutely fucking crazy over analyzing every little thing. And it's like in a, in a, in a business setting, Oh dude, that is a valuable skill to have. Absolutely valuable to have in a personal life though. Yeah. Especially in a relationship. Well, I don't know how to turn it off. You don't. And that's the pro that therein lies where the problem's gonna be is is finding a way to turn it off. It's 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 the equivalent for me of not being able to turn off my hypercritical nature when it comes to my comes to myself. Yeah, I know I got an ego people, fuck off. Um I can't turn that off. I also can't turn my brain off when things happen. Or there's the potential of things to happen. My head always goes worst case scenario every fucking time. Mm-hmm. I get accused of being well. You're so negative all the time. No, I'm a realist, and I'm gonna I'm gonna map out what the worst case scenario is going to be here, so that I can prepare myself both physically and mentally for it. That will drive you crazy because you're always thinking, what's the worst thing that could happen here, and how do I prepare for that? So in your in your particular case, um, there is no off switch. There's not. I, I, I don't have an answer for that. Um, how you suppress that? I, I it, you know from a cognitive standpoint, you have to change the way you think about it. And maybe, and and I'm not smart enough or knowledgeable enough to even attempt to push you in whatever direction that would be that would be beneficial towards you. But ultimately, in kind of reforming the way you think about this, you might find your off switch in there somewhere. And alcohol helps a lot. Uh, to get out of my fucking head, dude. Because that's I was just about to say that there is a reason that I drink. 
there is a reason that I take edibles. Why? I can turn my fucking brain off for a little while. Mm-hmm. This is the whole reason I do this. And that's the problem with drugs. Is I know. They work. So, they're so good. They work. They're so good. But there's consequences. There's always consequences. Yeah. And 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 if we were healthy adults, quote unquote, uh, you know, there would be other mecha, you know, coping mechanisms that we could use or other other, you know, cognitive therapies that we could do in order to make or in order to create that off switch. Well, I think I'm I'm a I'm a little bit screwed because well, I I have some traumas and I am um hyper focused on them and living in them constantly and uh the the problem is i think is that because of my hyper focusedness that saved my ass in those instances and if it saved my ass then i'm going to do everything i can to prevent that from happening again and i think that's why it's only gotten worse because with those traumas, if, I'm sorry, I'm going to make a, I should ask a question, not make a statement. Because you continue to play those traumas over and over in your head, don't you? Yes. And thinking about the different ways you could have done, or the ways that you could have done things differently. Yes, and 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 not just with myself, but my environment. What was happening in my environment that, what did I miss? Yeah. Yeah. Now you're screwed. Yeah. I feel like it. There are memories that go f- as far back as grade school for me. Yes, I'm making it about me. Fuck off. Um, I'm saying fuck off to the audience, not to you. Uh, <laughs> there are, I will get flashes of humiliating, degrading, or just, you know, traumatizing experiences throughout my life that there are days where I'm just doing something and that just hits me or some situation reminds me of it. And I have to do that mental exercise. If I were in that situation again, what would I have done differently? And it's not healthy. It doesn't help. Yeah. Well, even, even now, like, because I even just brought that up, I I noticed I'm having a physiological response. Uh My heart rate's increasing. I'm having visual. Your, um, your body language uh, main, has changed. It, well, yeah, yeah. I'm more. I'm more reserved now. Yes. Um, guarded. My. I'm. Yes, I'm guarded. I'm not making as much eye contact with you. I, I'm getting. I'm feeling warm now. I'm starting to sweat. Yes. There's and it's, there's so there's real world um, reactions that I'm having here. Right. Um. Even just it, implicitly speaking about it. Can I give you some unsolicited advice? Sure. Take the flannel off. That's why you're hot. Well, I was comfortable earlier. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. Well, are hey, you saying I'm hot? There's what I yeah, got. I'm, I'm getting a dad bod. You, you got a great ass. Let me tell you. <laughs> but you just here's one. Of, that's one of my coping mechanisms. Did you see that right there? What? Sarcasm. That was sarcasm. Humor. That was humor. That's how I deal with my shit. Mm. How do I deal with it? You get very quiet. You internalize. I do. You do. I get very quiet. Yes, you have. When I'm quiet, I'm not having a good time. No, and you have no fucking sense of humor at that point. No, 
And it, and I can go for days that way. Go ahead and listen to last week's episode, folks. <laughs> You'll see a prime example of what it's like to have Talon mad. <laughs> yes. No, and and I'll be like that for a long time. A long time. Days, weeks. I can I can go a, a while in that state. I understand. Yeah. I understand. And it's and it's um, I still not have, I haven't figured this out yet, but I think it has to do with a, well, you know, fuck you. Why, well, why, why do I need to be any other way? Right. I, I can be this however long I want. It's not up to you. It's up to me. I feel like that's what, that's the feeling I have when I'm like that. I will close with this. That is one thing that will change as you get older. Okay. Is that days and weeks holding a grudge thing or being pissed off about something, you're able to shrink that time a bit. Now, I'm down to hours now. I still have years of things that I'm still pissed off about. Exactly. But as you get older, you learn to kind of manage and manipulate that a little bit better. Okay. And you're able to... It'll, it's still there and it pisses you off. But you get to that point where it's like, You'll go a couple hours of being really mad about something, and then you go, okay, okay, stop. This is, I have options on how to fix, or I have options on how to approach this from a mental standpoint. And that that is one thing I will say as I've gotten older, I understand more that I have Op- I have options on how I can approach a situation after the fact, not during the fact, because God knows I can't make a good decision during then. But after the fact, the the post game, oh fuck, dude, I can break that shit down totally and change it in my head and how I think about it and how I approach it. So you will get there. Not anytime soon. You got twenty years to go, but still, <laughs> enjoy. Okay, it's lovely. Wow. Well. I feel better. You feel a little better? No, no really? Not you know, at all. Now you're all jacked up. See, I'm I all feel, jacked up. I feel good when I talk about these things. I don't. Wow. I really don't feel good. You should never yeah. go to a therapist then, because this is how it works. I would probably feel better if it was with the therapist. Are Are you questioning my credentials now? No, uh, it's just that now you know about about some stuff. That's what you know about me. And I know about you. We're sharing. I'm not. A, I I don't reciprocate as much. You don't with things. I know. Yeah. And, I, and I'm grateful that you have. Well, thank you. And I'm saying that on it. That is not sarcasm. That is genuine. I thank you for doing that because I know that's hard. Very difficult. Should we take a break? I want a break. Let's take a fucking break. We'll <laughs> be right back. are back all right well we got very deep 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 like balls deep that was really deep that was deep that was deep i i need to crawl i need something superficial and shallow so i don't know let's try this i think it's time for this is a thing all right so this week I grabbed <laughs> Sorry, I just wow. rugbied the table there. Did, did we have an earthquake? <laughs> I feel like we had an earthquake. Yeah. Uh so this week uh for this is a thing, of course I've got to go into some type of paraphilia, right? Otherwise 
paraphernalia, methamphetamine. You, Have you experienced what it's like to take apart a bike while high on meth yet? Um, as I understand it, uh, there's a certain stereo salesman that I have to go talk to for that to happen. Yeah. Well, no, he knows what's up. He but, knows what's up. But he, he, you won't know what's up he, until you, you experience what he's going through every day. Right. I feel like he has what's called perma-high. Is that like perma-baked? Except yeah, in the it's other the same thing. Yeah. Perma-high is... You took so many drugs, you're messed up, and your pupils are always dilated, if you know what I mean. All right. Well, um, I'm going to pass. That's just me. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. I'm a down guy. I'm not an uppers kind of guy. So if you want me hmm. to try heroin, or we can <laughs> we can have that conversation. Uh, do you prefer black top? Or or red skis. I prefer to go opium. I, I want to okay. go. To, I want to go to the source. You know, I, okay. I don't want this half-ass shit. I, I I want the opium. So, if, if you pull the old hookah out at some point and you've got some some good old opium, I have, there, I have a hookah. Let Let's do it. Okay. I have some poppies too. Before hey, before you you head off to the great north and whatever the fuck you're doing, wow. um, we'll we'll have an opium night. All right. Maybe we'll do an episode on opium. Oh boy, that would be interesting. Oh, <laughs> this this microphone <laughs> tastes like licorice. That's that's kind of how that episode would go. But uh, I feel like that's on shrimps. Whatever, snozberries taste like snozberries, right? And that was with weed. That no, Mm-mm. that wouldn't happen. Opium, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, uh, so yeah, so this week uh, I came across uh, something that has been kind of a predatory act in our society lately, and I've seen a lot of uh, YouTube videos regarding this, not so much porn videos. Uh, it's called uh, frauderism. Would you like to take a guess at to what frauderism is? Interesting that... Your therapy time was fraud, and now we're into frauderism. The two are not related in any way, shape, or form, but thanks for playing. Okay. So go ahead. Do you have anything? Is it like, hey, um, wow, you got bit by a snake. I'm a nurse. Let me suck the venom out of your groin area. It's not that, but fuck, dude. I think I don't think that's on the list. I think we need... I, I think... We just discovered a new paraphilia right there. Role play? No, just I got bit by a snake. I need you to suck the poison out. <laughs> I feel like that that's just role play. Yeah, but that that fits in no, I'm we're on to something. I'm okay. telling you. I'm telling okay. you. So frauderism is finding sexual pleasure in rubbing against a non consenting person. Whoa. That has definitely become a thing. Uh, in today's society, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I'm sure. I feel it, like you can do that more quietly. Yeah, but why? Um, th- this has been around for a long time, but you know, it's it seems in this day and age, uh, obviously, we're able to actually see video evidence of it, uh, where as we weren't before. But this hat, like public transit, this happens a lot. So, like, you hear those stories about people on TriMet, 
which is our mass transit light rail, by the way. Um, and on the buses and everything, you hear these stories about people groping other folks or rubbing up against people. I see a lot of news stories about that. You mean rubbing their junk up against Not, someone it, or just like your arm it could be, yes. brushing up against yes. their bosoms it, or something? It could be something as simple as that. You wow. know, just like, okay. like today I was doing something and I inadvertently like it, 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 the person had to be in a position to where I was like my elbow was kind of rubbing up against their boob. Now, if I were into frauderism, I would have been turned on by that. Hmm. But I wasn't because I was doing something at the time. And eh, anyways, I don't want to dive into that. But the point being is that if I was somebody that was into frauderism, just the mere act of my elbow bumping up against a boob would have turned me on. Wow. And no, there there was no uh, there there wasn't even a little blip on the on the boner radar there, at all. So I, I've there are videos, there are videos on YouTube, and there's also porn videos because of course pornography has to cover everything. At some point, I'm going to find a paraphilia that even porn won't touch. And I'm looking forward to that day. That's never uh, going to happen. I'm get I'm getting close. There's a couple that I I think that there are. Billions of it. Porn started the internet. Come on. Well, it's certainly kept it alive. Yeah. And it will keep it alive until uh, the sun goes out. <laughs> Porn um, um, started uh, DVDs. Porn started Blu-ray. Porn started Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray. Blu- Blu- oh, Blu- wow. Yes. Wait, do we do a drunk check yet? Talon, drunk check. Uh I'm faded. Look how much. Look how far we're into the bottle now. Holy fuck! There's like maybe a quarter of it. There's left. about two glasses left. So there there's about is, four shots left, maybe. Between you and I, four ounces. Let's see. You've got about three quarters of a of a glass full. I'm I'd about- say I'd say I have um two point maybe yeah two point five shots. I'm at half. I have half half. A so glass. that's about two shots. Okay. Yeah. You notice I didn't say half full or half empty. I just said half. Does it really? Well, I mean, it depends on the context of the situation before the cup was uh, filled. Because if you poured water into an empty glass, that means the glass is half full. But if you poured water out of a full glass, that means it's half empty. Yeah. Here's how this works in my world. It's not half full. It's not half empty. It's just half. (laughs) That's it. I like that. Half. Who cares about context? I don't. Clearly, I don't. Oh, yes. So to put things in context, <coughs> uh, I, I there are a lot of uh, videos uh, online of uh, these situations where whether it's you know the cam you know the the cameras on the the buses or the trains or whatever of yeah guys you know, rubbing up against, you know, making sure the back of their hand ends up in the crotch or across the tits or something like that. Apparently, this is material you can jack off to. I have no idea. Um, Didn't really get a rise out of me uh, very much. But uh, this is some predatory shit right here. This is Is what... Is any of it staged? It's possible. It's always sold as being real because, you know, you got to have that fantasy... Sure. But folks that are, are truly like have a, a 
condition or some type of compulsion regarding this, that's not okay. This this is one. Usually we don't judge folks, but this is something that it, when it whenever the word non consensual throw is thrown in there, well, there's a difference that, between that, that's a thumbs between down. <laughs> no stop it versus uh, hey, I'm just trying to um, get to my next stop here. Can you stop? <laughs> well, I I think of if against <laughs> me if if a couple whoa if a couple were to prearrange that okay, yeah so we're gonna get on the bus and we're gonna act like strangers and you just bump into me and then shove three fingers into me okay that's that's consensual all but, right that's yes yeah you're you're not you're not gonna for the most part you're not going to find a stranger that Who's is into that? that is totally down with you <laughs> oh! gra- gra- grabbing oh a hand God. grabbing a handful of muff okay it's it's not gonna happen i see what you're saying so um yeah. but i feel like any any i mean would Pornhub or whatever allow that's the only porn site i've i've known about but would they allow um I mean, because that's technically a video filming a crime, right? Would they allow that on their site? Yes. Whoa. As long really? As, as long as it does not involve uh, like m- rape or mutilation and or anything having to do with kids, uh, Pornhub and or X videos will let it run. Because what they, how they get around it, and it's not so much they get around it, but how they can justify it is that the person that is uploading the video says, ha ha, this is fake. Whoa. That's how that works. They'll just say it's fake. Okay, so if you're if you're out there, legitimately, um, I mean, that technically, what is that, sexual assault? Sexual assault. Yes, that is sexual people. assault. That, that's not very cool. Um, in fact, I don't like that. Not one bit. Well, it's like the... the, the uh, revenge porn. You've heard of that, right? No. Where, uh, like you, let's say you and your girlfriend made a video of you two fucking and you broke up and you decided as revenge, you would just upload that video just to make her look like a slut or a piece of shit. You'd send it to her friends or her coworkers or something like that. That is a crime now in some States. Well, good. They call it revenge porn. Basically, okay. Uh, that's horrendous, and it, it is fucked up. Um, yeah, it's messed up. This is why I would never agree to be filmed ever. Not even, not, not even for fun. I, I would not make a porn video with my wife. I wouldn't do yeah. it because, outside of the whole risk of exposure thing, I don't want to watch myself fuck. <laughs> I'm I'm not. You don't want to improve yourself. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, no notes are needed. I'm good. Thank okay. you. I, I've. There's that saying: you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, sorry, <laughs> I reached that limit. Yeah. I. It's either good or it's bad. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I. And there are some people that enjoy that. There's some people that enjoy watching themselves have sex. I. I don't. I. I'm. I'm just gonna sit there and go. Fuck. I really am out of shape. That's about the extent of where I'm going to go. Um, so, but yeah, this, uh, this is creepy. This is creepy. I, I, the, the whole, con- it's non, it's non, 
It's not consensual. That's yeah. a problem. That's a huge problem. Well, it's unprecedented. Is what it is. How is it unprecedented? Uh, you're imagine you're going on. You're getting on a bus. You're going to work, and then all of a sudden, a finger ends up inside. You're like, come on, man. That that I, would be shocking. Uh, first, shocking. I'm, first, I'm going to scream like a girl, <laughs> and then I'm going to throw a punch. <laughs> Whoa! A very industry. I mean, a that, very, I mean. It, is that has that ever happened to you? That's got to be unprecedented, right? God, let me think back into the the annals. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, I once got a hand job on an airplane from How? from somebody that I had met just getting on on that flight. How does that work? Well, there was conversation involved, though. No, no, but there like, were, where do you go? You get a blanket and you put it over you. What? Yeah. So on the plane. On the plane. Not even go to the bathroom. Why? They're really confined. <laughs> I'm a I'm a big guy. I there's people talk about fucking in airplane <coughs> in airplane bathrooms. I couldn't do. I'm too big. That's for that. crazy. There's no way. I and I, I'm six two, you know, two two ten, two fifteen. I'm not fit. I'm not fitting another person in that bathroom. So yes, I I. But but again, in the handy situation, there was a conversation had prior to. There was flirting. There was all the shit. There was a lot of drinks involved. It, it was an international flight. Um, so there was time. There was time to get to know you. There was consent involved in that. So, and, and, and it seems to me the majority of these situations, it's a male doing this to a female. Yeah. The majority of it, because honestly, and this is like the, the teacher student thing. It's like, you know, a, a male teacher fucks a female student. Oh my God, that's terrible. But then you've got the male student with the, you know, the female teacher. Oh, that guy's a badass. It's a shitty stereotype. No, but, but it's like, no, but, it, no, but it's not all that. It's not all that guys. It's oh, good for him. Yeah. It, it, again, it's, it's that. It, and that's that way of thinking has to shift. It, it, it's, it's fucking child rape, no matter how you square it. Now, does that mean there weren't teachers in high school that I wanted to fuck? Of course there was Jesus. But my point being is that there are, you know, you think of a male in that situation where a female is doing that to a male and go, well, what's the big deal? Well, it's a big deal because it's not consensual. There's no permission asked prior to. And to put that in context, <laughs> circling back to context, you know, if you had a, a woman that say you weren't attracted to, Doing that, would you be okay with that? Doing that to you? Well, well, okay. So I'm on a public train. You're on a train, and, and there's and someone's a, a, putting a woman that decides, a woman that I'm not attracted to is rub, putting their rubs, finger rub, just just somewhere rubs up against you know just like puts the back of her hand up against your crotch. You gonna be okay with that? No. Exactly. Exactly. And no. For, and that's the distinction. I will drop kick a woman. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, not no, 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 okay. And that's no, it's on tape now. You can't, there's nothing you can do about it. It's I'll out drop there. Drop kick anyone. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm the same way. 
And, and I know that, oh, it's shallow that attractiveness, you know, plays a role in it. Well, I'm a guy. I'm sorry. We think that way sometimes. And if some, well, and it's not even just a guy thing. It depends on the, on the person. And sorry, I'm the type of guy, if a woman that was super attractive, you know, accidentally or not, just brushed up against my crotch, well, I'm, here's, I'm not going to have a, th- I'm not going to get pissed about here's it. Here's the thing. Um, I am very attracted to my girlfriend and any other woman right now. That's probably a good thing. I, I I'm like, uh, ugh, you know, get out. I don't need to hear anything you're saying. I don't need any of your whatever. Well, I, I get a little disgusted at other women. <laughs> and, and if I'm going on like a public transit place and I'm, and there's another woman there who's getting a little, a little, you know, touchy feeling, a little frisky, a little frisky. Um, yeah, there's going to be, I mean, that doesn't really count as domestic violence, right? That's kind of just regular. violence. In theory, they they are sexually assaulting you at that point. Right, I can so defend you myself. you are defending yourself. <laughs> now, if you grab the person by the head and start smashing their head into the window, then yes, that's taking it a little bit far. Okay, sure. But you knock the shit out of them with one punch, that can be justified. I, okay, cool. I'm not advocating this, kids, in, in any way, shape, or form. No, but if it's a dude, though. Then I, oh, I I can it doesn't it doesn't I matter. can drop them real quick. It doesn't matter if it's a male or a female. Okay. If somebody is doing something that you are not consenting to, you have a right to defend yourself. I.e., you can knock the fuck out of them. That's fine. Okay. There you go. Good. So frauderism, mm, gonna pass on that. I'd rather drive my car though. Well, who wouldn't? <laughs> uh, well. I mean, and, not me, because it's very expensive and, to drive well, my car. Yeah, yeah, but if I'm driving my own car, at least then I can decide who I want in my car. In my, in my car to give me the handy. Okay, that's come on. That's I, I at least have I I have a choice then. A car's got to be easier than a plane, right? Oh God, yes. Oh God, yes. And it doesn't matter how big or small the fucking car is. The car is always going to be better than a, than an airplane bathroom. Always. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't get satisfaction in violently <laughs> dispensing any refuse onto the populace down below. Because, <laughs> the, in my mind, the toilets, they're not, they don't have a reservoir. That's going straight into the sky, right? What, 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 stop, stop, stop. I'm going to stop you right there. Can you, can you please walk me through what you have in your mind regarding uh, well, there's gotta the, be some, the, the Mile High Club? Please There's no. got to be some cleanup involved in what's happening there. And then that cleanup needs to be disposed of. If you're in the bathroom already, the toilet's the best place to do that. And so, you know, in airplane bathrooms, it's always that extremely violent suction. And when I was a kid, I always wondered, where does that stuff go? And I always thought that it just gets shot out of the plane because we're going so fast. <laughs> and it's just above unsuspecting people. Right? In just... some cases, it does. <laughs> In some cases, it's, it does happen. But I bet a lot of planes fly over Texas. There's a lot of really big golf balls. <laughs> 
hitting ice balls. I mean, the size of golf balls. There's a there's a movie about that that I need you to watch. Uh, it's called Joe Joe Dirt. Okay, go ahead and check that out at some point. All right. All right, moving on. Uh, sir, what's your thing? I'm sorry. What is Talon's YouTube moment this week? Man. I'm calling it the YouTube moment. I don't give a fuck what you say. It's not even on YouTube, but... Um, what, whatever. It's the same fucking thing. You, All right, me, hold on, hold on. It's called a good meme. I I am working the... And this is... Ah, oh, I ruined it. Hold All on. right, there you go. So ju- just for uh, transparency... Oh, just for transparency, kids, I am running the board tonight. Because since Talon's leaving, I've got to figure out how to do this. So uh, I, I hope at this point I've done an okay job. You've done better than I did. Have I? Yeah. Well, I had a good teacher. You're welcome. All right. Hit it. Okay. All right. So we got a woman in a mask, very attractive young lady. Um, she's getting a shot in the arm. Maybe a COVID vaccine. Oh, it showed a little dog on her arm now. It looks like some type of digital. <laughs> so the band-aid did not go over the dog. I have, what is happening here? <laughs> well, first of all. So, so hold on. The, the needle goes in. They pulled the needle out. There is this little digital image of a dog <laughs> where the shot was they put a band-aid on and then her arm turns different colors i don't get it well i'm, okay. I'm not laughing let's 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 break this down let's you you got down. you got a vaccine right i did how did that go i got a shot in the arm how deep did that shot go first of all uh was it the whole needle well, it was balls deep because that needle was how many that was like an inch and a half two inches i would say and that went all the way into her arm okay i mean come on you could see she was breathing a little heavy she was going oh my god that's a big needle super small gauge needles you don't yeah i'm sorry that's still tearing muscles um and it's separating them uh and that's a foreign Okay, object so, and then a, a lot of fluid a few milliliters of fluid is going into and still separating the muscle from that that's a lot of damage okay um you got your vaccine did the whole needle go into your arm two inches is a lot man that's a lot i don't and know for all you men out there you should feel proud <laughs> two inches basically <laughs> um take it from me too i i just see here's the thing when i get an injection or i get an iv put in me or I get my blood drawn. I don't look. I just turn my head. And I don't pay attention to what's going on. Because if you look, you're anticipating the poke. Yeah, but I... Okay, so when I got a shot, I looked the whole time. And I went, I hate every minute of this. I looked. They didn't shove the entire needle into my arm. That whole needle went into that lady's arm. Well, I can, I can say this. As a former phlebotomist, and yes, I used to draw blood for a living very briefly um when you're drawing blood you don't have to shove the whole fucking needle in you just need to get it about halfway well how far, far do you need as, to shove it in for a, as a vaccine far as that was a covid vaccine as by far the way. as injections are concerned i don't know 
Okay. I never did. Also, I never did injections. I just, I, pu- I, I took shit out. I never put anything in. The next part is the reason that that little doggo logo was there is yeah. because that marked where the needle went in and the bandaid was nowhere near that. Oh. And th- that's the whole reason the whole doggo thing was there is because it was to indicate where you were supposed to put the bandaid. Okay. That makes so much more sense. I, I, and this may be the alcohol or something, but I, I, yeah, that didn't, I'm like, okay, what's the significance there? Because what I've been seeing lately, there's been a lot of like talk on social media regarding like dog a coin or dodge a coin or whatever the, another Bitcoin fucking thing. So, and, and I think that's the logo for it. Dogecoin. Do, thank you. I appreciate it. coin. Where there's uh, actual millionaires now, apparently. Good for them. Um, that that's where I got confused. So, okay. So that makes sense. Cause that's the shot site and they completely fucking missed it with the band aid. <laughs> yes. Wow. That was the idea. Well, that's, you know, and that's the, the, the kind of fucked up part is we sit there and we go, okay, healthcare workers are going to be the most stringent as far as protocols are concerned. They're going to follow everything that we should be doing. They're going to be the ones that are most on top of it. The problem is they're not <laughs> at all. Especially when they're working. Yes. You know, 16 hours right, a day. Right, right, And even amongst healthcare workers, and my wife is a healthcare worker, so she sees this on the regular. Um, many of them, not as responsible as you'd think that they should be. You know, so it's not surprising that they missed the Band-Aid. They probably had their mask down, you know, beneath their nose and, you know, all that other bullshit. They've been pretty good about that inside the hospital, I've seen. Outside, yeah. Not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Well, I'm glad you got in. I'm glad you got vaxxed, bud. And I know there's a lot of people that are on the fence about it that are concerned. There's many theories out there that are negative towards it. Um, We stay away from politics on this show. We try to. However, in this particular instance, please go get fucking vaccinated. And I've said this before. I want to go back to the fucking movies. I want, I want a life again. I, I I'm tired of the grocery store being my most exciting aspect of my week. (laughs) <laughs> the grocery store fred meyer that's my thing that's my jam that's target. my freedom target target target, target works yes target is a grocery store they do have a gro- really? grocery I feel like they have section. more clothes and stuff they do they do have a limited grocery section though now okay that that's a recent addition well probably within the past five years but they do have groceries now target was where all the cool toys were at when i was a kid they're still there oh really oh yeah Okay. Target has one of the better toy aisles. Walmart. You go to Walmart now. Walmart used to be great. Uh, I got a BMX bike that got stolen when I was a kid at Walmart. That's why I never, (laughs) ever walk into the bike section again. Yet they have nice bikes. They do. They have great. They have a very good bike selection there. Walmart has and or had a good selection of toys. The problem is now, it seems like lately, every time I go in there, it looks like it's been looted. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a crowd came in and just fuck. They don't restock their shelves. No. It's just, there's nothing there anymore. And it's like, did you guys get robbed? What happened here? 
but they got enough bikes. Oh, they got bikes coming out their fucking ears. I don't get it. Yeah. America. 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 All right. Well, I think we've done our thing. (laughs) I hope. All right. Well, there's only one place left to go here, and uh, it's called a corner. Daddy, I don't like Star Wars. Avengers are boring. Welcome to the Kids' Corner. Yes. So this week for the Kids' Corner, we watched Alice Through the Looking Glass. We were so... just captivated. Captivated. Thank you. That's the word. Captivated by Alice in One- Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland that we had to, to figure out what the fuck a sequel was going to look like. So we watched this one. Uh, this was released in 2016. Rated PG, one hour and 53 minutes. Uh, of course, we watched this on Disney Plus because, God damn it, that's where the Disney movies go. Uh, synopsis. After slipping through a mirror, Alice finds herself back in Underland. With the White Queen, the Cheshire Cat, and the White Rabbit, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Uh, Her friends tell her that the Mad Hatter is in a funk over the loss of his family, hoping to save his loved ones. Alice steals the chronosphere from time to travel into the past. While there, she encounters the Younger Hatter and the Evil Red Queen. Uh, As far as cast is concerned, it's Johnny Depp and everybody else from the first fucking movie. Uh, The only additions are Sasha Baron Cohen as Time and Reese Ifans, I had to look that up, as uh, Mad Hatter's dad. This was uh, written by Linda Wolverton, same person who wrote the first one, of course, based on the Louis, Lewis Carroll books, uh, directed by James Bobbin. He is, he, the, the films he has directed were the two most recent Muppet films and the uh, Dora the Explorer live action film. As far as Sasha Baron Cohen is concerned, he directed uh, episodes of Diali, Diali G. Did you ever watch that? Okay. No. And uh, Flight of the Concords. So Rotten Tomatoes. Critic score was 29%. Uh, audience score was 48%. As far as box office was concerned, this made $300 million. Do you remember what the first one made? No. Over a billion. What? Yeah. Okay, so this one is uh, huge, huge drop, drop off. off. And part of this was because in speculation was that uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were going through their divorce at this point, right around this time. What? There were I a, thought this was a recent thing. No, it's 2016. That they went through their divorce? Why is it coming out Well, because now? it's continued to go along over the years because there has been uh, uh, allegations of spousal abuse from both of them. Oh, and all kinds of other crazy shit. Has I thought happened. they recently got divorced. No, no, oh. they've, they've been going through this for years now. And uh, this, uh, the the thought is, is that this divorce really affected people's opinion of Johnny Depp because Amber Heard accused him of of spousal abuse, and thus it kind of really hurt, you know, the the box office gross. I have a different opinion on that. Okay. Um, I think it's because it was a shitty movie that they that they didn't make the money. Didn't make money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so How dare you? With, I dare. Uh, with that in mind, I think I've given away my rating. I'm going to give this a one out of five. Uh, this was a, just a fucking. <laughs> this was such a huge drop from the first one. And, and again, I didn't. 
I liked the first one, but liked it kind of meh. I didn't. I, what did I give it? A three out of five, I think, is what mm. I gave it. I don't know. Yeah, it was a three. I give it a three out of five, and I looked it up just to make sure. <laughs> um, but what, did the, I, what did I give it? I don't even remember. I think you were kind of in the same ballpark as I was. I think I said two. Maybe two out of five. Okay. Uh, this it, it just yeah it, it was it was uh, inferior to the to the first Tim Burton version. Um, what was your rating? One out of five. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Not Ava bad because there was some coherence to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is now, it's not Ava bad anymore. It's called Without Remorse Bad. I'm changing it to that. I feel like Ava was worse. You want to keep it at Ava bad? Yeah. It's easier to say. So yeah. we'll stick with Ava bad. Okay. Okay. Just on 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 um, convenience alone. Fair enough. I'm fine with that. Okay. I am totally They're- fine with that. We'll have to come back to whether or not which one's actually worse, Ava or without. They're both like they're comparable. Oh, like we have to go down to details on, and we got to figure that anyway. We 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 would have to dissect both films (laughs) like down. They're really bad to the atom. Okay, they're they're less than one to the atom. (laughs) We would have to dissect them down, and uh, that might mean that we'd have to rewatch Ava again. And I don't want. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. No, please don't. We'd have to rewatch both of them. <laughs> so yeah, this this was this was not a good movie. Yeah, um, it, one out of five. Yeah, but it still looked cool. See, I disagree, and I'll tell you why. Okay, um, that was one of the biggest issues I had with this movie was this looked completely different from the first one. There were certain aspects that they tried to put in as far as you know the fantastical world and everything else, but this was I thought that. The big one that jumped out at me, the makeup looked like shit. And again, this could be a byproduct of me watching it on my nice new TV where I can see everyone's pores at this point. But the makeup looked terrible. Uh, I thought Hatter, it was a very hackneyed job on him. His makeup from, you know, the difference between the first to this one, uh, they completely changed it. There were many inconsistencies because there were scenes, like the originals, the first scene where Alice is talking to the Hatter at his house. Each scene, he had different eyeshadow under one particular eye. So one scene, he had a purple and a blue eye, blue eyeshadow on. And other scenes, and then you'd, you'd cut to Alice talking, and then the next cut, he'd have blue and blue. So... Big continuity problems as far as the script su- supervision was concerned. But I, the White Queen didn't look good. Alice looked like shit. I mean, it, it, again, this is probably a byproduct of looking at it through a, a high definite, really high def, you know, TV. But it, it was bad. And I looked it up. Different makeup supervisor on this one than there was in the last one. And that's kind of a running theme with this movie. The other part of it is, I did not think that the set that the the cinematography was on par with the first Tim Burton one, and I was correct because there was a different cinematographer in this one than the last one, and it was 
it's not so much oh well it was darker it's just this the 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 choice of shots didn't seem to be as dynamic as the first one and then ultimately it was the story the story bleh. um i as a general rule i am not a fan of time travel movies and again it's that analytical mind that breaks it down because I see a paradox in every fucking thing that I watch. Now, sometimes I'm al- I'm able to just completely block that out. Back to the Future trilogy, all day. I watch that constantly. Okay, uh, Avengers Endgame. I loved their explanation of time travel and how it affected everything. There was alternate timelines, everything else. Um, Hot Tub Time Machine, just because it's funny and who gives a fuck about the science behind it. I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, God, that's a good movie. So funny. Where they drink a Red Bull or something. (laughs) It spills on the controls. (laughs) Yeah, no. That is is one of those underrated comedies that I I think many people don't appreciate. But as a general rule, I don't like time travel films. Um, So that that went against it, in my opinion. The actors did fine. I think everybody did what they needed to do. Um, I thought Johnny Depp was, I think, a little more restrained in this one than he was in in the first one. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen was fine. I, I he was okay. I, I didn't have an issue with him. He was, didn't stand out as somebody that was like, "Oh fuck, this guy's terrible." Uh, as far as like the production design and you know, the visual effects. I thought they did a good job. I, you know, as far as Sasha Baron Cohn's character, you know, as time, I love the little intricate bits as far as, you know, the clock mechanisms in the back of his head, little details like that. I, I enjoyed, I, I thought that was good. I thought that was very well done. Um, but this one seemed, I don't know. I, I feel like they tried to suppress it a bit. It wasn't as kind of out of control as the first one was. And that could have to do with the fact that this was a different director. And this is a guy... I Have you seen any of the, the recent Muppet films? No. They're really good. They're pretty good. I mean, they're, they're fun movies. So this guy has the pedigree, you know, to do these things. Um... I haven't seen the door movie. Of course I will never watch that ever. Um, but the, this guy's done enough kids films and things related to that, that it it would make sense that he would be able to, to do well. Now, granted he's trying to follow up on a Tim Burton directed movie. Good luck. It's never going to live up to the hype. You, you, you're going to be in that shadow. Well, because that was six years later, and, and the yeah. Tim Burton really kind of kicked off the live-action oh, Disney to- films. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And this was... And, and another part of the problem with the story, you know, as far as the story was concerned, is this was... They really didn't draw off the books at this point. This was an original script, original story that was completely diver- you know, divergent from anything Carol what had do you, done. What do you think the theme was? Uh, I don't know. Hey, let me guess. Time. Well. <laughs> Running out of time. There's that. <laughs> well, I did just the, the, the whole, the plot was, okay, Mad Hatter's sad. 
let's go do something that could potentially destroy fucking everyone. Oh, okay. There's that. And then all of a sudden you say, I believe you. And then he comes back to life. Why not say, hey, all right, Manhattan, I believe, I believe, I believe you that you think your family's back. You know, what you're saying is actually a little logical here. Okay. Why wouldn't your little hat be burned up if your dad was also burned up? That makes sense. Let's go look for him. Why Why travel through time? It doesn't make any sense. I have an alternate way to make the movie. Hey, Hatter. Uh, cap him right in the backyard. You know, oh, like sorry. um, like what's the what's the mouse film? Mouse? Small mouse? <laughs> Tom and Jerry? Yes. There we go. <laughs> the mouse and the cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone gets capped. I know that. Sure. Um, I I I have a great idea for the film. Uh, just let him fucking die. Who cares? I mean, it's, yeah. Who I mean, fucking he cares. Well, I did because number one, Johnny did. But, 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 from the first movie, um, Johnny Depp's character seemed more, dare I say, deep than in this movie. I would say flaccid, but you can go for deep. That's fine. Deep in the sense of he was mysterious. You didn't know what was going on with him. You didn't know the motivation behind him. Yet he acted still. And he had consequence within the story. But in this one, it was different. He was different. Not only physically with the makeup. I didn't care too much about the makeup. What, Whatever. It looked fine. It, yeah, it was, it was a little HD for it, me. It, it took me out of the movie. And that's that's the thing with any, I'm going to qualify this real quick. These nitpicks that I have, I know that they seem insignificant, but if something takes me out of the movie, that's a problem. Yeah. If John Wick looked like a clown, I wouldn't like it. Right. Yeah, exactly. But but these are the stupid little details that I notice in that. Well, I don't think that that's quite stupid because the makeup looked funny the entire time. It did. It it did not. it, It did not match up with what was in what what was in the first film. No, and that and that bugs me. Yeah, it it, it looked weird. But he he looked like he looked like um, Superman's fake um, shaved lip in <laughs> in the Whedon cut. I like that. That, that that's perfect. It was weird it, to look it's at. Perfect. It, no, you're right. They it looked it looked oddly fake. Yeah, it, it just looked fake. And the first one, it, yes, it looked like he had you know grease paint on, but I, I I thought that the the level of detail was a bit better. Yeah, movie. and what was up with the plot? I that's just the thing. The, the what was the point of what, that movie? What kicked the whole thing off was. Um, not interesting in of itself. And then we continue down this rabbit hole, pun intended, of just... It, it, Alice keeps just fucking things up the entire yeah. film. Just yeah. fuck up after fuck up after fuck up until we... You know, it's taken completely out of her hands. And it's the Red Queen and the White Queen. And they end up creating a paradox well that with, and also within why, the, within the within the rules of this fucking movie yeah also time 
is time. Just be like, yo, Alice, I don't like that you did that. I'm going to take it two steps backwards. Or or instead of fucking being a weirdo and just go, well, you know, in the... Well... Speaking in rhyme... Well, hold on. First of all, he's the only saving grace to this movie. I I enjoyed Sasha Baron Cohen. I I did. And and I enjoy him in most of the things that he does. Yeah. I'm not a fan of uncomfortable comedy like he does with the Borat movies and everything else. But like like Talladega Nights, he was fucking amazing in that movie. Yeah, he, he he knocked it out of the park. He's a very talented guy. I love him, um, and yeah, he was he was fine in this movie. I didn't have an issue with him. Well, hold on. How long has Alice been gone? First of all, that's a great question. And she comes back, and all of a sudden, she's the president of Wonderland. <laughs> president. Well, they were like, "Well, what do you think?" And she gets to make no matter what decision she makes, everyone has to follow it. Why? Is this her dreamland? No, it's not. It's been around way longer than Alice. Why does she get to make any decisions? She's been there, what, two times for about four hours? Maybe? If you're just talking about screen time from Disney? Right. And why is the White Queen deferring to whatever the fuck Alice does? Yeah. If the Mad Hatter fucking dies, what is the real consequence to the rest of Underland. Nothing. Nothing. People just get sad. Who gives a shit? Well, there's that. And why does the whole story revolve around a cookie? <laughs> I mean, it's incredibly frustrating. Eat, eat me, drink me. No, no, no. I'm sorry that I ate a cookie and I shoved the crumbs under your bed and you got blamed for it. Therefore, you committed genocide? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And the other part of that doesn't make sense is, okay, why why would the White Queen leave the family alive? Yeah. Why? Yeah. What, what's the point? That And why would the White Queen not be like, oh, man, my sister hit her head. Now her head's a bl- an airhead. She eats gushers every day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I ate that cookie. My bad. How can we fix this? Right. It, it just... What she felt bad for forty years, right? Or and whatever, was like, yeah. or whatever, yeah. Whatever, however long princesses live, and and she, and then at the end of this, she completely ends the entire universe and is like, "I'm sorry, I love you." Right, and over a cookie. And how do we fix that? I problem? ate that cookie. That's what she said. And how do we fix fix the unending of the universe? Oh, we just got to put the little ball thing back in the fucking no, stand. No, no, I know, I know. Everyone is dead, and then therefore, oh, oh, some happenstance, a little spark happens. What really? the fuck? Really? So, we fixed the timeline, yet everybody remembers what happened? Well, they the just shit. got a little rusty. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, none of it makes sense. It and also, stopwatches in alphabetical order? How long <laughs> would that take? And also, he didn't. He walked like twelve feet to get to H. <laughs> There's got to be a lot of a lot of Abe's, a lot of um um, uh, uh, Albanese, a lot of um, what else? Bethany's, um, Hen- Henry's. I mean, come on, how many are there? And he walked. 
four feet, twelve feet, whatever. Are you are you talking about that hall with the stopwatches? Yeah, just well, all the people that died oh, just I, to I, get I, to the hatter. I, I fell asleep through a good chunk of that, so I was kind of understanding what was going on. These are all dead people. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. And he goes, "Your time is up." What is What does he do with those watches? Do they get reused? Do they just stay there? Is he God? I don't get his, right exactly. I don't get what he is in this. Well, he's the personification of time, okay. according to his words. <laughs> Great, but he's also the Grim Reaper to an extent. Yeah. I what? Mean, yeah. Yeah. What is that big clock? Because it seems like he's making decisions on who lives and who dies. Yeah, I don't I don't know it, how that works. It, it and then that and then way. Alice is like, well, time is a gift, therefore it's okay when you take it. Right? I mean, I'm like, what does that mean, Alice? And also, why are you here? It seems that Alice only goes to Wonderland when she gets to make a big decision. Although in this I still have the same gripe about the first movie. She never made a real decision in this film. Right. Thank you. Because uh, uh, the choice was ultimately, okay, so you either fucking sign over the ship or... Give up the house? Give up the house. Pick one or the other. And then you're like, oh, fuck I'm gonna you. I'm going to go to Wonderland. Yeah, no. And, and, and both the mom and Alice are like, fuck you. We're going to do whatever. And next thing you know, oh, we have a business now. Are they living in the office building? I mean, I yeah, don't... Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Are they living on the ship? Oh, exactly. And they lost the house? Exactly. How does that work? I don't understand how that all of a sudden now they're successful and everything's great. And they get the guy that used to work for Lord Fuckaduck. Farquaad. What? <laughs> Farquaad. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they work for Lord Farquaad. Who? Was he supposed to be a romantic interest for Alice? I, I don't know what happened there, but what the fuck ever, because that was a subplot that never He went was from anywhere. the first movie. Was he? Yeah, he was supposed to be the person that she married that no, she no, said no, no, no to. No, no, no. I'm talking about the other guy that was like the uh, uh, accountant or whatever. Oh, yeah. For, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, he, he's the third movie. She's who he. Well, <laughs> he's who she is supposed to marry. I And that's. Based off the books. Because he sat there and had a grin and laughed at some of the things she said and Well hold on. Blah, blah, let me blah. say let me say this. I said based off the books, out of whim, I've never read You've anything. You've never read the book. <laughs> but so, it sounds accurate. But my point that character in particular, I don't know what purpose he was supposed to serve. None. All, all he did was laugh at what Alice said and, and seemed like an ally for her. But was he supposed to be a romantic interest? Yeah, what was he, a notary? Because that never, exactly. That that kind of never came to fruition at any point in time. But Alice is never going to get married. Well, okay, I don't give a fuck. Well, wait, no, no. She's going to go to Wonderland before she gets married so that she can figure out what her decision is going to be. She's going to fuck a rabbit, right? <laughs> is, that, is that what's going to happen? Yeah. She's going to fuck a rabbit. Also, how old is the Red Queen? <laughs> <laughs> old because they're like you've been gone for a long time alice is there any way that they could deflate her head there has to be some way right well there was at one point because uh, her head started inflating when she was 12 yet it's also started inflating when she was 30 as alice continues to fuck up the timeline so the question becomes now is this is the chicken or the egg thing did the red queen's head Get fucked up because of Alice. Yes. Yes. Right? No. 
technically it's because of Queen because the theme was you can't change the past. Uh, oh, how weird and crazy. Well, Alice said that. You can't change the past I tried. Your head still got fucked up. This is why I fucking hate time travel movies. I yeah. hate them. Yeah. It's just... Unless... Uh, I'm sorry. I like time travel. You can, you time, can time travel, travel into the future, not the past. Thank you. And that's exactly it. I am okay with time travel movies if the story is done well. Mm-hmm. I'm less conter- concerned about the science of it when the story is well done. Yeah. This was not well done. Nope. And so I'm sitting there going, fuck, well, there's a paradox. There's another paradox. Oh, look, they're all fucking dying and turning to rust, but... Let's put the little ball back in the fucking hole. And how does that work? I don't understand. That's exactly well, Alice it. is in there somehow. Oh, okay. She's the one. She's yeah. like a hamster. Right. Just running. And everybody's making <laughs> up and we're getting all these fucking subplots, you know, taken care of. And it turns of. into a ship? In the process. And they all how turn, does that make sense? They all turn into rush shit at that point. <laughs> and also she said, you're a liar. First of all, no one knows who that lady with a big head is. They're going to be like, who are you and why are you in my house? What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I don't have time to think about it because I'm turning to rust. So that, that asks the question, do they remember her bursting into the room or is that gone now? Yeah. Why I, 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 are there I, alternate timelines? Why does the Red Queen not remember this since the first time I, she wanted to behead somebody? I don't know. <laughs> That's the problem. I don't know what happened in this movie. Yeah. Everything was fixed because the ball. And why did the Mad Hatter wear a stupid safari safari hat and not his regular hat? Is there anything that's... And her par- his parents were in an anthill? Really? Right. Why? That, that, why an anthill? That, that just seemed lazy. Yeah. That just seemed like lazy yeah. Did they ever writing. become full people again? I, I, did how, they eat cake? It, thank you. How did they survive? <laughs> Did she sprinkle some shit in there? And how did they make a hat? Simple. Oh, wait a minute. Six people went in. Only five came out. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't count it. But still. Yeah. How did they survive this? I I, the, I have so many questions. Well, also, sand. How did that sand make a hat <laughs> formation the whole time? And, and especially given the fact that the Red Queen kept shaking it up every now and again. <laughs> no. Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. Again. Also, she had the same aunt hill as she did when she was a kid or was it her sisters i i, I don't know so are 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 what the film is trying to say is that she was so pissed at the mad hatter because her crown broke and that was a long time ago is, is that what is, is is that ultimately why she decided to f- try to mind fuck him i don't know it was never actually made clear I mean, I'm assuming so because the crown broke, but the dad broke the crown because he was bending it. Okay, so was it revenge against the dad? Yeah, I guess. Why keep him in sand? I don't know because she murdered. Why everybody. not? She murdered off everybody with else. Their head. Right. Yeah. Right. She was all about cutting heads off fools. So why did I? I it, none of this makes sense. None of it does. None of it. Especially the part when she goes into the nut house for five minutes and then her mom's like, get out of here, Alice. Well, I, I love that because, uh, okay, so we're presupposing that, okay, they found her in Lord Dipshit's study and she was passed out. 
So their next act is to put her in an insane asylum. And you have, what, what was the diagnosis? Women's uh, uh, hysteria. But, oh, you have hysteria. <laughs> and you're going to shoot her up with a... Right. And and and, the, and by the way, the doctor that was Andrew Scott, <laughs> I he has been in, uh, he was in uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock. Fucking love that guy. Yeah. But still, right? So we're going to just shoot her up and fucking admit her at that point, And she's going to be institutionalized for the rest of her life because yeah. she passed out in a fucking locked room. Well, because really? she was saying like, oh, I got to get back to Henry or the Hatter or whatever. When she was unconscious, I mean, could she not have a concussion? Exactly. Also, how long was she gone for? It, right. That, because it, she shows up at the end of the movie in a... Was she in a Chinese dress? I think she was in that throughout the entire film. But okay. I, I can't remember. Some, some dress, yeah. fully clothed somehow. Yeah. And then they're signing the contract and he goes, bah, Alice, what are you doing here? Well, she just burst in. Well, how much time went by in the real world? I, I don't. That's the part I don't understand. There's so many things I don't understand about this movie. But he, yeah, it's like, okay, so... Is this like fucking inception time when you're in Underland? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Also, I'm sorry. At the beginning of the movie, she drifts the ship and then cuts one sail. Cuts the smallest sail of all of them, first of all. And then the whole ship comes back perfectly vertical. That's insane. We're trying to establish that Alice is a baller. Yeah, but drop all sails and then therefore drift the ship. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> the, the, the pirate ships, all of their sails went down <laughs> and well, they, they got stuck. And they couldn't find that one path where there were no rocks because it wasn't fucking plain as day. But they just crashed into everything else. I don't, it's Fast and Furious fucking Alice in Wonderland. I, I don't Ships know. Ships work the exact same way as icebergs do. 90% of them are in the in the water. This is why I stick to boats that have motors on them. Yeah, you should. Twin boat. Twin engine. <laughs> Twin engine boats. That's right. Go fast boats. Cigar boats. Whatever you want to call them. Cigarillo. Cigarillos. Cigarillo boats. Um, yeah. That was the, the problem with this movie. It's just there were so many random questions to it. Um, and... and for a film that was, what was this? Yeah, it felt like a two-hour movie. It was an hour and 53 minutes, but this was another one where you're sitting there going, how much fucking longer are we going to have to suffer through this? I, I, I just, I, I couldn't I couldn't keep going with it. And, and this is one of those that, yeah, it took me two days to watch it. I try. I day one, I sat down with the little one to watch it, and she, um, the second Johnny Depp showed up, she's like, "Daddy, he's scary. <laughs> His eyes are too big." He and was I'm, pretty freaky, and I'm this. like, "Honey, I agree with you. When Daddy's high, Johnny Depp is fucking scary in this movie." Yeah. So that was the end of that with her. So she was out at that point. She's like, "I'm done. No more." But I, yeah. It, Again, I was not, I wasn't too hard on the first one. Okay, maybe I was, but there were aspects of it that I did enjoy. Um, 
when you compare the two, there's no contest. The first one is, I, I, I think, much more uh, efficiently paced, set design, cinematography, makeup, every, makeup effects, everything looks great in that first one. Um, this one looks like a mess. And I think that they, I think there were, there was a lot of heavy editing that occurred to deal with the Johnny Depp divorce fucking scandal. Cause it seems like he, for somebody that was kind of top build in this, he wasn't in it very much. Didn't feel like he was. No, he was integral to the story yet. He, somehow he was in there about as much as Scarlet Widow was during Avengers <laughs> Endgame. <laughs> We'll get a Black Widow movie someday. It will. It'll happen. I promise. Did I say Scarlet Widow? I meant Scarlet Johansson. That's okay. I knew what you were talking okay. about. Okay, Black so. Widow. And most All people right. knew. Black Widow. Good. Natasha Romanoff. We drank this entire bottle of whiskey. God damn, we did. It's a good bottle of whiskey, kids. Mm-hmm. Go out and get it. It's fairly priced. And it's delicioso. So does that mean we reached the end of our Alice Through the Looking Glass review? I don't know. I don't know where we're at. I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, I know Tim Burton produced it. I didn't know it existed until I watched it, which was yesterday. Exactly, because you did, I don't recall them making a sequel. Yeah, where was the trailer for this? I, I, I don't remember watching one. No. I mean, this really... This was bad. It flew under the radar, and it's probably a fucking good thing that it did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't remember. Also, why did they? Well, Jesus. <laughs> why did they call it through the looking glass? Well, it because, was all well, time themed. Well, well, because call that, it through through the hourglass. Because that's what the second Carol book is called. Is who is, cares about the book? I know, but that's what they're trying to do. Oh, despite the fact that everything. Most of the important parts that were in through the looking glass were in the first book film uh, mi- ah, movie. Yeah, right. I, I they're going for continuity. I don't fucking know. It it didn't make it, none of this made sense. And I understand why Tim Burton didn't direct this fucking movie. I I would have been. I would have read that script and gone, "Yeah, fuck that. I'll produce it if I get something off the back end." Yay! Woo. But he made a profit. I'm sure he made some money. So out, did out his that. ex-wife. Yeah, that was the first movie that they, they were not married for. Oh, look at you. Did you do some research? No, but uh, my girlfriend did. Ah, and she let me know right away. That's right. That was the first movie. How could you ever leave Helena Bottom Carter? I don't know. I'm not Tim Burton. Oh, she's amazing. What, on film? Who knows how she she's is? She's a fantastic guy. I, I know nothing about her personally. I just know she's hot and she's a great actress. Have you seen her kids? No. They freak me out. Are they scary? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Although paparazzi photos are never flattering. So Ever. 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 All right. Well, final thoughts uh, on this movie. Uh, I'm going to pass. I'll... Uh, I'll watch the the first one probably never either. Uh, I'm I'm done with Alice in Underland in general. The live action anyway. 
I, I'm still going to watch the Disney version. Go, I hope it, I hope it's cool. Well, go ahead and watch the cartoon. Yeah, I, it's fine. It's it's your standard 60s, 70s, whatever. Uh, I think it came out in the 60s. It's your standard Disney animated movie. It's cute. It's got some neat concepts. It's definitely not as dark or, or adult themed as the Tim Burton version was or the, the whatever Bobbin, whatever the fuck his name was. Um, so, yeah, give it a shot. I, I would recommend go back go back in time. You've got Disney Plus. Watch all of those classic movies. Watch Snow White. Watch Bambi. Watch all of those. You'll see that many of them are fucking overhyped and really boring. Especially Bambi. Bambi's brutal. God fucking that movie takes forever to get done. Um, but the you know, it, it's good frame of reference considering the fact that Disney is remaking everything. At this point, any animated pro any property that they have that had an animated you know version of it come out as a feature length film is now being remade live action. So it's like studying for whatever next film they make. And don't get me wrong, I've enjoyed a couple of them. I thought Aladdin was fun. I couldn't get through Beauty and the Beast. Granted, I didn't like yeah. the I didn't like the animated Beauty and the Beast. I I can't fucking deal with that movie. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. No, Aladdin was also weird. Uh, Ala- but I do like my um Robin Williams. Oh, the original Aladdin animated. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that is classic, hands down. One of the greatest Disney films ever made. That for pound for pound, I I fucking love that movie. You want to know the other one that's kind of a dark horse for me? Hmm. Hercules. Ah, it's a good movie. Oh, I fucking love Hercules. Yeah. It's one of my faves. Waiting for them to remake that. Oh, wait, there's been a dozen Hercules movies over the, the years. The live action with The Rock? You mean? <laughs> I watched that. It's not good. It's not good. What about all the Scorpion movies with The Rock? I love those movies. They're wonderful. It's it's amazing. We're <laughs> they going, make up my childhood. Kids, we're going to go off on a tangent here, but the, the the Rock, watching his progression over the years has been kind of astounding, and you can measure it. Yeah. You watch him in The Scorpion King. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You watch him in Doom. Still kind of, eh. Johnson! But, but huh? the, as he goes, <laughs> he gets better. Oh, he's great. He's he's he has learned the craft at this point. Yeah, he has, and he's he continues to get better and better. I'll give credit to the guy. Oh, and Fast and Furious, phenomenal, great guy. I've watched all the way up to the fourth one. I've got a lot more to go, oh, as I understand. We, we're we're space. We're at SpaceX now. I apparently there's a. You night, see, you the, see, we see you. Wow, you see what we saw earlier. <laughs> you see, you see, you see. <laughs> you saw what we saw earlier. Yes, I did. That was Fast and Furious. Was that the Rock flying through the air? You know, that was just filming excess. Uh, I. You know what? I I enjoyed the fourth. Fast and the Furious. Um, I, 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 I've been seeing clips of Hobbs and Shaw, which I, I kind of, I, I'm entertained by it. I'll check them out. 
you know, at some point, I, what are the, what are we on nine now? There's, there's been a trailer put out for nine. Uh, I, I don't know what else they can do to make their cars go vroom vroom and crash into shit. And are we going to do spaceships at some point? Cause I'm waiting for that. I'm sure there will be actually, I think I saw in the trailer for nine, they did go into orbit in some way, yeah. shape or form. So with a steering wheel. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Who would have thunk that the fast and furious franchise would have an equal amount of films to the star Wars saga. Better than mortal Kombat. <laughs> All right. We've gone full circle at this point. <laughs> We will never speak of Mortal Kombat again until the sequel comes out. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it, kids. Uh, Although, which arm does that forearm dude jack off with? <laughs> the four jacks? The big, the big green milky dude. The big green milky dude? He, he looked pretty milk. Guru? Guru, yes. Oh, the forearm guy? Yeah. I, I'm sure he's got a favorite. Don't we all? We all got a favorite. Yeah. I mean, I know I only have two hands, but I have a favorite amongst the two. You're not ambidextrous? Mm, depends on the night. <laughs> and whether- Once in a very blue moon. Tie your, tie the- your feet to the ceiling. <laughs> That's all. I haven't tried that, but thank you for the idea. I appreciate it. There you go. You know, it's better than a belt to the neck. <laughs> I, I don't want to go out like David Carradine did. did. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not uh, interested in that. Uh, <laughs> fuck. All right. Well, that's a perfect spot to end the show. Uh, thank you to our 35 Facebook followers. We added a couple this week. Really? You want to know the big one we added? Uh, yeah. My dad. Oh, your dad joined. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Oh, God, help us. <laughs> oh, it's not going to go well. Um, so, final assessment of the whiskey. Uh, I love this. This was great. Yeah, it was a good whiskey. It was a great I liked whi- it. It was a, a great whiskey. I, I will buy this again. If, I'm uh, still gonna go to Jameson. Uh, yeah, Jameson's cheaper. It's ten bucks cheaper, and it it, it, it and tastes I, better. Yeah. Well, I, I it does. I, I I this one has, I think it's a little more bitter than Jameson, just by by a smidge. No, it leaves more of a film in your mouth than okay. Jameson does. Okay, you're right. I have been very thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been chugging. I I'm well hydrated today. I've drank like 64 ounces of water today and i know because my bottle right here you got your little jig yeah there's a little bit left here so i i uh thank uh all of our listeners and those that have joined us um please continue please send us uh comments thoughts abuse whatever the fuck i i want to know uh you know i need some validation that Whatever we're doing is either good or bad. I need to know one way or the other. Uh, I'm going to thank John King for doing our theme music and his brother's name that escapes me. Is it Jason? Thank Mm -hmm. you. Jason King. 
uh, for coming up with our theme song. Uh, next week, what the fuck are we doing next week? I don't remember. Oh, oh, next week we are going classic. Classic. So, Talon has never seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street. No. And we are going to make that happen. Okay. So we are going to watch the original Nightmare on Elm Street. This is the movie that put me into therapy, folks. We're going to do this, and uh, we're going to review that as far as Kids Corner. What do we decide on? Undecided. Undecided. We don't know yet. Yeah, I know. We're going back and forth on that. So anyways, uh, next week, Freddy Krueger and some good fucking times. Outside of that, y'all have a good day, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Good night. Good night.